Hello and welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RPG forward slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Elderwood Academy. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us. Hello and welcome to The Constant Troubles. Thank you for joining us this evening for a evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not, I use the pronouns he, him, and I'll be your dungeon master tonight. Um, let's meet our players and a word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Evie, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Fluffles, who also uses she, her pronouns. Hello, uh, my name is Tom. I use he, him pronouns, as does Elijah. Hi, I'm Scarlet. I'm playing Senna, both of which uh, she, they pronouns. Hello there, my name's Josh. I go by he, him pronouns, and I shall be playing Debrim Stormbeard, who also uses he, him pronouns. So, we start the game mid-flight, as you are all riding upon Muvden. Muvden, as the three of you would know, Elijah, Fluffles, and Senna, is Senna's long-lost dragon daddy. You are soaring through the skies and heading on your way to Catalan. <laughs> You're all right, Josh. You've already lost it. We are riding daddy. It's oh, good. I mean, I'm daddy. It's fine. Really? <laughs> Hello, Praise Papa. Praise dragon daddy. <laughs> Praise dragon daddy. <laughs> big, big brass, big brass daddy. Big brass daddy. <laughs> so shiny is daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you ride, you can you can hear him just on the wind, uh, making little puns and jokes. Just classic, just cracking classic dad jokes and just laughing to himself. I mean, like, <laughs> you, you know, because the sea, the seaweed. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, down there. And <laughs> he swoops down low, uh, causing you all to have to hold on to the little... He's, he's, he's fashioned himself... Almost like um, what they called for horses a saddle. Saddle. Thank you. Yeah. He's got like a saddle for when he's riding. You know <laughs> what he calls his kids around because he has he has essentially adopted you all. Um, get your brains out of the gutter. All right. No, we love me. Dragon Daddy. He rides us around. Anyway, uh, as he takes you for a ride, uh, he, he makes sure that he has a saddle for you. Uh, you you can hear the screams of Gary, uh, the man of holding. Uh, from behind you, Fluffles, as he's not used to travelling at this speed. Uh, sometimes when you run off, you can hear his uh, soft panting as he struggles to catch up with you, mainly because he's carrying so much stuff. 
is our stuff safe? Your stuff's safe. Yeah, it's all tied down. Yeah, it's all tied down, don't you worry. And upon the beachfront, um, as it gets closer and closer into view, you can see that there's a little tent been made up, um, very much in the style of the Count. It has a luscious carpet has been draped down with a wonderful adorned tent of uh, reds and golds and it just looks beautiful even from this speeding probably eye streaming <laughs> vision that you have as you come down um Devrin, meanwhile on the beachfront you are sat with the count in the tent um there is food and drink and wine available uh, would you have partaken in that as it is kind of like a bit of a time to rest for yourself you've no, you've been far away for a long time and you're finally back in Faerun, back on the sword coast maybe not the greatest of memories but are you finding time to chill out oh yeah oh definitely i'm partaking in a lot of food a lot of food a lot of food maybe my body weight plus some in food definitely great um, you would probably know Vilfor, um, who is a grunt, who sits uh, next to you, also drinking wine, speaking telepathically uh, through his mind to you, um, just asking you about um, about about where you've been staying in Hill, and um, just generally making just polite conversation with you. Would you are you open to that? Is this something that you're kind of happy to do? As, as this would be somebody who would obviously be within the circle of the Count, then yes, I would sort of tell him everything that I know about about the city that I've been, about the city that I've been in, where I've been, what I've been doing. He, uh, he just tends to respond with, ah, oh, very interesting, excellent. And and that's and that's, that's a rather smuggy concept. Uh, do you... you do you find the, the fresh air back in the sword coast better, or would you say that having having this you, you've you've applied yourself to the smog of hell, and 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 now you find yourself completely breathing it fine without any troubles? I it's definitely taking me a little while to get used to the fresh air again, although it is rather nice, I will admit. The screams of Gary cut through this conversation, as. A large adult brass dragon lands on the beachside near to you. The Count just very lazily looks up and waves over to you all. As you start to disembark, uh, Gary starts to take all the, the luggage and, and bags down from uh, the brass dragon, um, whose name, I'll repeat again, is Muvden. 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 Ah. <laughs> Uh, M-U-V-D-E-N. And at that point, Muvden will shape change into that of a half-orc with uh, shiny, shiny hair, uh, that sort of blondie colour to mimic the brass um, of his copper dragon style. And he wears, he wears um, like beautiful yellow robes. Uh, he shape changes and sort of helps Gary with the bags. Is like, are you okay there? Don't you know? Like, you seem to be a little 
not used to it. Gary's like, it's fine, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. So it's like tying themselves up with it all. And uh, it's like, walks over to the count and says, well, Senna, it's going to be sad to see you leave, but I'm glad that I got to say bye before you go on your long travels away. Now, you'll, you'll keep each other safe, won't you, Elijah? Of course. Main priority. And Fluffles. It's it's great to see you as well. I think I might stay around for a little while if that's okay with you guys. Always. Just just until you go. Just until you go. Mm. Just want to say bye. Mm. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> Nothing is weird here. Everyone is happy. So is that anybody want to make an insight check or is everybody okay yeah. with it? Yeah, all right, yeah. Make an 100%. insight check. Am I good at insight? I'm not good at insight. That's an eight. <laughs> an eight. Um, I think I think you think that Mufton is just kind of wanting to spend as much time with you guys as possible before you leave on your long journey, and uh, and yeah, just pretty much what what he said. Just excited for you guys to be going off on another adventure, and uh, just just wants to make sure that he spends as much time with with his his uh, his, his long lost descendant and uh, their twin. And yourself, Fluffles. We are triplets. Obviously. Excuse me, but I am no one's triplet. Oh, apologies. Adopted triplet. Some sort of sibling. <laughs> I, saw, I crouched down to look you. So, you love us, really. You know it. Deep down. Deep down underneath all the... You love us. Do not presume anything. Well, we... Mm. Scratch my ears. Gary, like, immediately a hand just comes out of nowhere and just starts scratching your, your yeah. ears. Yes, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> As you bat him away, he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he, he just sort of, like, gently holds up a little bowl of water for you. Gently laughing it, keeping eye contact on the twins. I'm still so crou- <laughs> crouched down, just like, just that intense, like, yeah. Um, the Count has started to walk over, and Devrin, the, uh, the Count sort of gestures towards you to join as well. I follow along, and the first thing I say is, I I see I see you lot are still riding Daddy. Uh, it's the best way to travel. If you can think of a better way, Devrin, let us know. I would really like us to stop calling him daddy just across the board. It just feels a little bit weird, especially when I have a baby voice. Papa. <laughs> yes, you I do just have... want to make it clear, right? You can call me Mufton. You don't have to call me daddy. No, uh, you are daddy. Father, You're daddy. Papa. And you have baby, and you have baby voice because you are baby. <laughs> I am baby. It is true. <laughs> a beautiful baby at that. <laughs> The uh, Count sort of scrunches his eyebrows up at this whole conversation, uh, but then gently lets it go and says, uh, It is good to see you all again there, Mufton. It's nice to see you. It's very rare that I am allowed to uh, meet a dragon in our midst, but uh, thank you for joining us today. Would you like to sit down collectively and have any food or wine? We are waiting for uh, one more person to join us for your adventure, and then we'll be sending you off. Oh, five, five on an adventure, you say? Oh, it's, um... No, maybe maybe this will be the time we all return. I have good feelings about this one. Uh, go, Who wants to go. place bets? Who wants to place bets on how this one will go? I uh, say oh, immolation. Oh. Are you lot still doing that? 
<laughs> again, so I'm leaning in a bit too close, is the only way we can keep a smile on our face. And you think new friend will die by falling? Do I hear falling? Uh, no, exploding. I really it's... liked it when the other one exploded. That was quite fun. <laughs> okay, I have I have four gold pieces for exploding. Four mm-hmm. for, um, I say large animal. Oh, that is a good one. Mm. Well, do you want to actually like say like bite in half or just the head Ooh. or like scratch to death? Is it two different ways? We, 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 we have extra if, if head is taken off. We add okay. extra two gold, yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> Since they are permanently polymorphed into a, another large animal, does that <gasps> count under the same jurisdiction? Oh, is not death, but is removal from com... Okay, interesting. Polymorph. Ooh. Bonus. Put it on the list, yes. Put it on the list. <laughs> I, have, I have not missed this. No, yes, you have. You, you lie. Don't lie. It That's is lie. funny. You're, you love us. Taking so much of We are quadruplets. I'm not going to take part in this just because I know where we're going and it would be an unfair advantage. <gasps> Is a good point, yes. Uh, oh. right, right. Mugden screams, heat stroke! <laughs> heat stroke! Oh, <laughs> that would have been my answer. Uh, that uh, is mine. That is mine. Put me down. Two god. <laughs> two god, heat stroke. <laughs> I guess we are not going to zoo. Maybe not big. Hey, big animals in hot places. Um, uh, Fluffles goes onto all fours and kind of goes up to Devran and kind of does a purring thing around the ankles, just say, so where are we going? As flips over upside down to be extra adorable. I cannot remember if you liked your tummy being scratched. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to point to the Count and let the Count explain where we're going. Excellent. Um, I was going to say, whilst you guys take a seat and get yourself comfortable during this conversation, Fluffles on her back, um, would you like to give your characters a description, just sort of explain what they look like for the audience? Um, Josh, do you want to start? Yes, so Devrim is a four foot eight dwarf. He has a very red, very red long hair and a red beard. The hair probably comes to about bottom of the neck. Uh, he's got these very odd, not it's not through age, but he's got white streaks in his hair. Uh, he is wearing a breastplate with a nice big green sort of scarf type hood thing as if he's going to travel through a very hot place uh, he's got no sleeves we his arms are covered in very almost like fire like tattoos almost like runes have been in have been um etched into his skin and formed into tattoos and he carries a war pick and a shield around with him very cool, very cool. Oh, Skull? Uh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, one last thing. Uh, he's got a big, big scar on the left side of his face, right side of his face, and has a glass eye. Where? Yeah. Skull, would you like to take this one? Uh, uh, Senna is about six foot tall, half elf. Uh, not half elf. Half orc. I'll go change my character <laughs> sheet. Put the ears on. No, no, no. Half orc, uh, with very prominent um, bronze scales on the face and uh, four horns, very large horns. Very proud of the bronze look. It's in uh, hands and on the shoulders and and big spikes out of the back. Whereas a uh, 
long coat uh, with uh, something to cover her face when when needs to. Uh, walks around very confident and quite flamboyant. Beautiful stuff. Elijah. I look like that, but uh, less. Uh, uh, male, uh, half-orc, uh, say, n- doesn't have the horns, doesn't have the spikes. Uh, sort of, again, the orangey copper hair, not dissimilar to the sort of the bronze of the dragon, um, is is wearing uh, is wearing what could possibly be clerical robes, um, sort of blue, uh, long green cloak. Constantly smiling. He's just a happy guy. Very friendly. Everything's above board with Elijah. He's your best friend. What's that even mean? <laughs> hey, don't ask questions. Just appreciate vibes, yes? Beautiful, beautiful. Evie. The cat. Uh, sorry i was gonna leave it just that um standing up they are about a three and a half foot tall tabaxi with absolutely unfair amount of fluff they are like a ragdoll kind of cat with the blue eyes and the gray ears and the gray socks with the white fur Uh, like an instagram cat essentially um essentially naked as well just all the fluff um i mean as far as anyone anyone can see you know you got a cat's gonna cat. Cat's gonna cat, you know. Cat's gonna cat. Cat's gonna cat. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the appearance. But obviously, has also behind her at pretty much all times her human of holding, Gary, who carries all of her equipment at any given time, um, including, for relevancy right now, a little cushion for her to alight on when it sees when she sees fit, or to ignore in favour of someone's shoulders. Gary is considered a common item. Excellent. <laughs> anyway, um, as you guys um, sit down on said cushions and on chairs that have been alight, the count says, uh, well, uh, we won't have to wait for long. The fifth member seems to be arriving. And he points out into the ocean that surrounds the island of Catalan. And on a small um, rowing boat, you can see a large Leonin uh, muscles rowing, slowly coming into view. Um, Their white golden fur as they stand, swishing their hair. They, they, they run from the rowboat, James Bond style, into, <laughs> into the ocean and come out. Um, they hold a mace and a shield, again, wearing lighter clothing, but um, lighter cleric robes as well. Uh, they could be described as an, a symbol. Uh, may make you legend checks if, you, if you'd like. You don't have to. Not all. <laughs> Just... Ooh, non-natural 20. Ooh. Mm. Love a synthetic 20. Ooh, 16. 13. I'm too busy going, maybe they are a large creature. <laughs> maybe I will die at their hands. <laughs> 11. I'm very distracted by spudgy smugglers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, it's like um, Lion-O from Thundercast. <laughs> wearing boots and budgie smugglers. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> running on the beach going, oh! <laughs> the, uh, 
the symbol uh, across their chest is that of Shantea. Ah. Um, the three of you can figure that out, even with a 13. Shantea is quite a, pop- a very popular guard within the Sword Coast. Um, so yeah, you would you would know that instantly. Hmm. Seed eaters, interesting. Mm. So uh, you head, you you sort of uh, see this this lion lion, and I want to call them Lionel now. This lion <laughs> uh, head towards you guys, and as they get closer, they shake the water off their fur, looking down at you all, and says, uh, "Hello, good to meet you. My name is Gatelli Proudheart." Ah. Good to meet you. Uh, I am Elijah. Nice to meet you, Elijah. I Hello. Stella just jumps over. Hi. He takes your hand and shakes it. And your name is. Oh, my name is Senna. Pleasure to meet you. A pleasure is all mine. Oh. I I feel like I need to stand up because I'm right at. That level sat down, so I'm going to stand up. Uh, Devrim. Nice to meet you, Devrim. He takes your hand and also shakes it. It is good to meet a fellow warrior. Then he turns to Fluffles and says, Hello, what is your name? My name is my business, Lion. Oh. Meow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just start punching Santa. I feel sparks. Um, the count who's watching all of this is his chair. best soldiers. <laughs> just sort of like, just sort of scratches the back of his head, thinking to himself, "Did I, did I really make the best decision here?" <laughs> it's too late. Uh, says, "Well, now that we are all gathered, um, please take a seat and continue to enjoy yourselves." I, uh, I have a very important mission for you. You have proven yourselves very useful and uh, in many different ways. I know not all of you have worked together and some of you have not worked together for a long time. Uh, Devrind, it's good to have you back on the Sword Coast. I'm sure you'll be a valuable asset in uh, Sakara. Now, for those of you who might not know what Sakara is, I will allow Vilfo to update you. Uh, within your minds, you hear the little grunt uh, speak through you all, and uh, he says, Well, Zakara is a, another continent far, far across the sea. Uh, the land of fate, they call it. So uh, try not to worry too much about uh, talking about fate, but uh, don't do it as well. Uh, it's one of those things that if it is incurred, you might feel the wrath of a extra planar deity that really has no law on it. It's quite scary. Just think of it as an extra thing to think about. Try not to tempt fate or even talk about fate while you're there, because I'll be honest with you, it doesn't work out well for most people. Good to remember. We all remember that. Excellent. Now, you'll be heading to Heil, a city of intrigue, where uh, one of the Count's contacts called The Constant needs your help. Now, he has been a very, very, very helpful asset in the many years that Devrin here has been working for him. Isn't that right, Devrin? Yes. I have not had the option to speak to him yet, but he very good, very good employer. 
Well, thanks to Devrin's hard work, it's turned out that the Constant is looking for mercenaries to do some work for him. Now, I'm sorry to tell you that I don't know much about what that work will be. However, we do have some goody goodies for you so that you won't be going alone. The lion stands up and says, I need nothing but the power of Shantir. Billfort looks at him and goes, all right, we'll keep yours. The rest of you. Gifts. <laughs> you all hold your hands out. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us have spent too much time with each other and deteriorated yeah. <laughs> into childlike like Gifts, give me. <laughs> Everyone, I imagine you sit there silently. <laughs> I, I just do this. Just rub my temple a little bit. The other side, because I'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> um, as as uh, as you sort of hold your hands out, Villefort claps his froggy hands together, um, thankfully covered in gloves, and they slap. And as they do so, you hear a little pop, 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 pop. And in front of you, uh, chests appear of various size. Um, Mufden edges closer to you, Senna. Just, just ever so slightly. Um, you all receive uh, a box. Elijah, your box is probably um, just a good like couple of fists size. Uh, Senna, your book is your box is also a similar size. Uh, Devrin, you have a long... Oh, no, you don't. You have, like, a uh, sort of a medium-sized box, probably about the size of your, your shoulder width. Um, and Fluffles, you also have a small box the same size as Elijah and Seven. You are welcome to open the boxes. Should we open it on one, two, three? Fling! Fling! <laughs> Fling! So, Elijah, you open the box to find a golden ring that circles around two fingers. Um, Vilfor says in your head, that there, Elijah, is a ring of spell stirring. Uh, it'll be very useful, uh, as you are a magic user, that you'll be able to load that up with spells, and then you don't have to worry about your other spells running out, because you'll have five more, or, you know, one-fifth, or, you know, one-four, one-one, and then work it out yourself. You've got it, but you will need an hour to achieve. Just nodding as he's been giving all the numbers up. Yep, yep, yep. I'll Take just it. I'll just add that um, Vilfor's mouth doesn't move when he speaks, so it's just this big frog eyes that look at you. I think I've worked out. <laughs> Elijah is just so amazing. He's like, yep, this is perfectly normal. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Santa, um, you open up your box, and as you do so, uh, <laughs> Mufton just lets out a little squeal. Um, as inside of it, you can see a um, statuette of a brass dragon head, which is attached to a necklace of <sighs> silver. Look, Daddy, it looks like you! <laughs> uh, I know, it's from me. <laughs> and uh, Vilfor says, yeah, so Mubden here uh, actually came to us before you were... Uh, um, before you arrived, told us that if you were going on a little journey, he had a little gift that he would rather you have. Um, what you have is a dragon touch focus straight from his horde. And that is classed as rare. So if you find the rare variety on D&D Beyond and add that to your character sheet, you have a brass dragon touch focus from a dragon daddy. Oh, thank you, daddy. 
Yeah, he gives you the biggest hug, and he's like, "You're welcome. I just wanted it to be a surprise. I'm so excited. I'm, I, I'm just, I, yeah, no, been planning that for a while. So yeah, yeah, glad it all paid off, you know. Oh, it's perfect. Put it on, put it on, put it on. He says, <laughs> <laughs> straight on. <laughs> he does a little squeal and a little dance with you. <laughs> um, Devrin, you open up your um box and what you find is a dwarven style handle for a blade oh well that that's good i'll take i'm gonna take the the handle bit off of my war pick and i'm just gonna plonk it on uh you you try to but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't go it doesn't actually fit in because there's no hole for it oh Thanks. Uh, Vilfos says, you're welcome. If you read the inscription upon the side, you'll see that they were made by dwarves of Moradin. Flashback to your family forge. <laughs> you, can, oh. you can see instantly your family all toiling away in the forges uh, for Moradin, um, unable to access the magic that they once wielded. Your family, um, the uh, the the Stormbeards have lost their connection to Moradin and have um, are unable to create anything other than well-crafted items. They have lost their ability to craft magical items. Their access to arcane knowledge has uh, been revoked and receded. Um, and you recognize the symbol of Moradin that was once encrusted upon all the forges in your family's forges that have been um, cut and uh, chiseled away um, out of a way from turning their back on their god. And flashback back to um, <laughs> the beach side. Uh, and you are there, stood with a, a, hel- um, a handle, uh, and on the cross guard has a symbol of Moradin. Oh, um, thank you very much. I will, I will keep hold of it and hit somebody on the head with it. Just let you know, my friend. Uh, if you want to activate it, I believe the dwarven word for it is finish. And if you want to uh, deactivate it, the dwarven word is punch out. Uh, you recognize these as uh, forging terms um, that would be called out in dwarvish whilst around your family forge. Finish. And as you say that in dwarven, um, the blade ignites with a orange um, light that burns and crackles like with the power of an ancient forge. And you can add a sunblade to your inventory. It's not just stick. <laughs> it went hey. to get It can definitely... I'm oh, sorry. I'm doubling down on my immolation bet. <laughs> it, I it think, can... yeah, you appear next to me. I'm like, yep, double... <laughs> It can definitely make the uh, whoop whoop sounds of a lightsaber if you so wish it to, as you move it around. Uh, I, think, I, think I think it's more the case that Devon does it when it activates, he just does it naturally. <laughs> um, Fluffles, do you look down in your um, in your um, case and you recognise an item? Can you make a history check for me? Yeah, I can. I can try. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 17, 18, 19. 
yeah, you definitely remember knocking this off a few sides inside the Count's Palace before now. Like, it's just a little deck of cards that you didn't like the look of and you were just occasionally... Because it was just, like, precariously placed on a stand or something. Or even a cushion sometimes. You know, it's like they moved it around every time you arrived. And, and whenever you noticed it, it was always placed just just in the wrong place and you would just, just pat it on the ground whenever, whenever you went back. Um, the rest of you... In fact, what's everybody's passive perceptions? Twelve. Eleven. Nine. Uh, Elijah, you notice Fluffles holding just a mundane pack of cards. Uh, Fluffles, you recognize the ornate ancient cards um, and know that they are something... I don't know, there's something in you that knows that they're, they're more than what they are, so it always annoyed you that they were always placed somewhere stupid. Um... Uh, presumably you were telling everyone that they needed to move it in a better place, but they never found a better place. Uh, it seems they have gifted you these cards. And Vilfor says in your head, you notice that you're one of the only few people who have noticed the deck of many things, what it truly is. A uh, magical item. Everybody else walks past it thinking it's just a uh, normal pack of cards. Uh, we'll warn you, uh, if you're going to get someone to take one or take one yourself, you'll have to make sure that you're committed to doing this as uh, results may vary. It's a little evil laugh, then just, hmm, thank you for my, for these cards that I just kind of knock over a little bit just to kind of spread them out, just to get it out of my system. Just kind of gather Gary, them up. Gary picks them up <laughs> and puts them in into like a, a pocket somewhere. Do we have, can I have a special case for them so they don't just fly out if Gary falls over? As oh, they, they are in a little box. Ah, good. Yeah. Okay. They're not just kind of loose, then it's just going to be card tricks. What's this behind your ear? <laughs> Gary, no, the void! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to go get Gary. He's got the stuff. <laughs> I am ready for this uh, this game to turn crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's good that we started crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they say they say that, you know, the deck of many things is a is a game killer, but you know, I say bring it on. <laughs> Famous last words as the personification of death chases us across the beach. We're like, this is fine. You know, you know, I, I don't know if you know this about me, guys, but as a DM, I'm a serial planner, and I I do plan a lot and write a lot. So uh, believe me when I say I have every contingency for this deck of many things. <laughs> cool, eat them, Plus. eat the cards. <laughs> Can I ask the Grung, um, is there a ideal time to draw the cards, or is it just whenever it feels white? The Grung puts his little leather-gloved hands together and says, In all honesty, Fluffles, we really didn't know what to give you, and we just noticed you like this one. <laughs> <laughs> the cards are an incredibly uh, rare magic item. We don't really know where they came from. My guess is that they're uh, made by someone whom chaos inhabits every every morsel of their being. That mischief and 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 just downright naughtiness has just completely enveloped them into a madness that caused them to create this magic item, which might bring luck or might bring 
severe downfall to whoever holds one of these cards. With that being said, good luck. <laughs> but the gift is perfect. Oh, definitely. Uh, we know they're very old. Uh, these, uh, these, this particular collection was probably from the, from the very early, early stages of the Dawn War, is where we mark these from. Apparently, uh, we found them on a different trip uh, with some different adventurers. Uh, found them in Yarsgard. Have you heard of that? I stopped listening to go and knock something off a table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a goblet just. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Villefort says in his own mind. <laughs> I projected my own head. <laughs> the count, uh, the count looks at you all and says, "I hope you are happy with what you have received, and uh, and uh, yourself, Proudheart, are going to be amply fine." Proudheart looks um, standing in the beach sunlight, arms upon his fists upon his waist, chest spread out, breathing, uh, breathing in deep, says. The power of Shantaya will sustain me through everything. You like to draw a card? What? You want a card? What? What are they for? Games. Uh, I'll take one, I guess. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes up. into the session we are drawing from the deck of many things right just the one can we read that comet comet shall we see what comet does i can already feel people uh people oh, screaming <laughs> comet oh okay um nothing happens Oh, but um, <sighs> as as he looks at the card, um, it just starts to disintegrate in his hand, ah! and he's like, "Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I I think I broke it." Oh no! Now we cannot play gin rummy or, uh... or snap. Oh. Fluffles, I think you were given a broken gift. Maybe that was a disappointing result. Oh, um. I was about to say, would you like to play with my ring? But that's just not... <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> not, uh, not good. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, the Grung sort of, like, positioned himself um, in, a good, in a good position to see what the card would be. And uh, in your heads, you hear, actually, uh, it's quite a good result there. You should let him, uh, let him get in a fight. Uh, find himself uh, feeling quite empowered if he succeeds, but uh, he'll have to do it by himself. And then for those of you who uh, who don't know what Comet is, uh, Comet, if a character single-handedly prevails in the next hostile encounter, the character attains uh, a new level. So essentially it's a level up. So um, if he survives the next encounter, he's going to level up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> next encounter this is, is just going to be our lion and friend does he die or does he succeed and out level us all <laughs> yeah yeah you just keep giving him cards and every time he pulls like the ones that like wish <laughs> and, like, and like ah you level up you level up you get a, you get a mansion i'll finally be like oh there's only good things in this deck well, nope i'm off to the void 
<laughs> oh, my alignment's changed. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a very odd thing for a, a deck of cards to do there, disintegrating like that. Would that happen if, if we drew a card as well? I mean, do you want to draw a card, Devin? Now is not the time for drawing more cards. I will decide who draws and when. Gary puts fair. the deck away. <laughs> Gary, no! Gary, chaos! <laughs> no. We have chaos when I say there is chaos. You're the bus, bus. Gary looks mm -hmm. like Gary like stands behind Fluffles, like sternly nodding his head. <laughs> I'm much bigger than him. I still like is fair. Gary mm -hmm. says mm -hmm. Gary says no because Fluffles says no is good. Gary sort of like like eyes around, thinking about that for a second, yeah. but then just sort of like shakes his head and continues to carry all your stuff. My smile gets a little bit cruel and then drops back into the normal, like, hey, everything's good. Um, so, Vilfor says, well, if you're all ready, we can head over to the teleportation circle. It's a little further down the island. Um. Do we... Do Travel snacks, <laughs> just <laughs> put some like dried stuff in pockets. Good. Um, <laughs> Wait, we 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 teleport teleporting to Zakara. Uh, Villafort looks at me and says, "Yes, we we know we you took a boat ride here, but took the constant need you. Yeah, well, the constant needs you pretty quickly, so it makes more sense to just teleport you all there together. I mean, we took dragons, so daddy, daddy dragon." I get seasick. Oh. Gross. Yuck. Not <laughs> vomit on us. Yeah. Uh, Vilfor, like, takes out a file and, like, starts, like, cutting through it and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. It seems we missed that. Um, I have right. allergy to bananas. Like, like, that's... Say again? <laughs> I have allergy to bananas, but that, but that yeah, in the Yeah, he does. He's quite disgusting, yeah. really. Yeah. He, like, he flips a few pages and you can see a picture drawn of your face and then under allergies, bananas. <laughs> but he only shows he only shows you, Elijah. Yeah. And when he shows you the picture of your face, it is that of your white form with your black eyes. I'm going to roll a deception check to be like going, oh, biscuits. <laughs> um... You scream internally. <laughs> it's a 19. So I just have that moment of like, hmm. And glance up at Billfall and then glance at the count. And I'm like, mm-hmm. The, the count is just like eating a grape. Yeah. Eating a banana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he can't eat these. Somebody's got to have them. Oh, no. I bought 16 crates of bananas. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, I sort of again look at Vilfor and just kind of do a little bit of like, my dude. <laughs> in in your head, you hear yes. I, I assume that you, I assume that you've known ever since I signed up, right? We 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 know everything. <laughs> Point. Didn't know that he was seasick though. Or did we? <laughs> <laughs> the groom looks at you with one eye winking. <laughs> I just gently sort of fist pump. <laughs> Why are my ears burning? All right. Um, 
Not me. <laughs> no, no, it is. But um, hold on. <laughs> Yep, they have they have it done that I have banana problems. It's good. They, hey, they know many things. They, <laughs> they deck of many things as well. Oh, not uh, anymore though. Deck of minus one things. Fewer things. That makes sense. <laughs> there are still many things within the deck. There's just one less than there was. <laughs> and by the end of this adventure, we'll see how many of those things are left. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I'm willing to take bets how many cards. I say that we are going to use five cards by end of the adventure. Mm. Mm. Six. Six one cards. Six. Mm. Six cards. Devlin. I'll get, I'll get on this. I'm going to say, I don't know. Four? Four cards. Fluffles. Oh, puny amount. As I say, when we dwarf the cards, it's not really fair for me to bet because I could stop at my number. That's very that Therefore, true, I say it is. No, I will abstain. You're fair. Proud how many cards do you think would draw by end of adventure? Vilfors sort of shakes head and says, Until one of you presumably dies, I imagine that'll be when you stop. Vilfors! <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> Until death. Uh, hey. the lining. <laughs> hey. <laughs> It's very bold that you think that death will stop us. <laughs> but the lion in the lion in has like a letter um, that he's like reading, and you can see a, a tear going down his eye as he reads this letter. Oh no, <laughs> he has loved ones back. At, in, <laughs> uh, he's one day away from retirement. Final uh, job. Uh, it's very, it's very <laughs> sad. So sad. <laughs> It is merely a letter from my lover. I miss oh. her so. I cannot wait to see her once again. <laughs> once this adventure is over, you know. What did he rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> he is a poet and he is not aware of the fact. Very charming. Very charming indeed. Say <laughs> to the Count, you will tell us where to send his ashes after this, White. The Count, like, gives you a slight smile and just nods. <laughs> As he interrupt um, his grape time. He he stands and he walks over to uh, yourself, Fluffles, and Devrim as you're like stood. I imagine Elijah and Senna and Mugden are having like like parental goodbyes. You know, Senna, take care of yourself. Be careful with the deck. If you are going to use it, just know what you're getting yourself into. Elijah, <laughs> take care of yourself, champ. <laughs> cool. All the best. <laughs> I, hope you find, I hope you find your distant relative one day. I know that it's strange that, you know, your, your twin has, mm. you know, I can feel that definite connection, but sometimes these things just skip bloodlines and just skip blood. And, you know, you clearly have something special about you. Mm. You know, there's something special about you. It's just not me. <laughs> Try and keep the tear from falling. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, um, sir. Um, I will catch you on the <laughs> so Pat Senna on the <laughs> having been picked uh, champ like Pat Senna and like cool, 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 cool. Everything is good, everything's great. Now, you're part of the family, come on, group family hug, group family uh, hug. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst that's going on, <laughs> the count walks over to you, um, to and says, I want to make it clear, um, this mission is incredibly important to me and. Relations with the constant need to go well. So, 
I am just emphasizing this point before you sign your contracts that uh, if things do not go well, you will not be welcome back. Just gonna look to Flapples. I, I plan on things going very well, uh, Flapples. Normally go well, hence why we are still alive and taking bets. Um, Well, well, are we likely to be in a state where we could return hypothetically, like physically, like alive? Or is, if it doesn't go well, are we just not welcome, but we'll be alive somewhere else? Well, that is kind of up to the constant. I am a very forgiving man. I'm willing to work with people. The constant, however, and he looks at Devrin, <laughs> is, uh, well, I'll let Devrin fill you in. Best of luck, Fluffers. I hope to see you again. Me too. I hope for more presents. And he hands out your contract, which is a standard contract. Basically, you won't speak of this uh, mission that you've had unless it's with other members of your party kind of thing. That's just a standard gears. Uh, he starts handing out your contracts. Um, you are allowed the golden ink to sign, as usual. Uh, you notice that the contract uh, money on this one is, is pretty substantial. You'll earn um, 50,000 gold pieces uh, on your return. Mm. I assume this is the most we've got from one of our missions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Looks down, level five. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe maybe this is a bit above our pay grade, but uh, yeah. Oh, it's almost like actually every level he's always paid you more. You started on like 10,000, then you 20,000, 30,000. 10,000's still good for like level one adventurers. Oh, like, yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys are living like the high life. <laughs> Money is not an issue. Why do you think Fluffles has a man of hole? <laughs> well, he's not paid. No, but he's well looked after. Mm. Fair. Well groomed. He gets to hang out with us. It's great. Mm. Yeah. He's not one of the party, though. No. No. Abs absolutely. He is uh, a common be... item. Yes. Yeah. And that is made clear every time we stay in a hostel or we go, we have to put him in storage when we get on transport. Yeah. Yeah. The fact he's been allowed on the dragon, big news, yeah. Do you sign your contracts for 50,000 gold? Yep. I mean, if we didn't, it's going to be a very short episode. <laughs> Where it's like, I don't know, you go off and have the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. I choose not to sign the contract and instead draw from the deck of many things. Paul <laughs> 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 is just as drawing. <laughs> well, this story I've written. <laughs> Four <laughs> sessions of improv. Here we come. Ah, uh, you should yeah. sign. Yeah. I skim uh, it first. Yeah, you you skim it. It's all the standard stuff. Nothing out of uh, out of line. Um, you do notice that you uh, are considered under employment of the constant, and um, and that he will deem he will deem your work a success is appropriate to his judgment. So part of this contract does say that if he thinks you've failed, that you don't you don't get paid. So we're temping, got ya. Essentially, yeah. It's a good and and then there's a standard stuff of like you won't talk about what you receive. Also, the one thing that is stipulated on the bottom of the contract, just because you read it, uh, is that the item which you will receive from the constant 
on uh, a success will not be opened or tampered with uh, and will be brought directly to the constant. Uh, not the constant, the count. <laughs> Give us it's an item. Like, there you go. <laughs> I don't want it back. Oh, it's yours. No, it's yours. No, it's yours. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> and Fluffles okay. comes along and just knocks it off. <laughs> Something breaks. So we're like, oh no, we need a replacement. <laughs> oh, one's out. Yeah, we but just yeah. hear a free from the box. Like, that sounds fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, essentially, the on, on, a successful, on a successful job for the constant, he will supply you with an item that is to be delivered to the count unharmed and unopened. It's almost like a different group of adventurers opened something, you know, one time, you know. It sound like the sort of thing that an adventurer would do. Also, what kind of arsehole would wear something that stops people being able to talk in their heads? That just sounds incredibly rude when you invite you know it. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. paranoid, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, don't worry about Ilix Viridian. He's gone mad. <laughs> Canonically gone mad in his castle. Uh, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, we've signed the contract. Adventure. Do you sign the contract, Fluffles? Yeah, it's just like with a with a paw print. Nice. In the gold nice. ink. Like, gold yes. ink. I'm going to be uh, walking gold everywhere. As you do so, the uh, the uh, the golden the golden ink travels through your veins as it does before. You've done this many times, and you sort of glow this wonderful little light golden glow that sort of skirts through your fur, through your your orcish skin. And uh, through your dwarven beard, and through the lion's golden mane, Vilfor <laughs> uh, gathers all the contracts and says, "Well, head over here." Um, he walks you to somewhere in the middle of the island where there's little mountain goats, and he like chases them away. He's like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" Uh, the goats are never good to come yet. with us. <laughs> Can't have a goat. <laughs> Very important that there isn't any extra weight whilst traveling through toilet rotation circles it can be very dangerous otherwise so stay very still in your designated area and he starts to point you all where to go he points um uh <laughs> Gatelle, uh where to go as well uh proudheart takes takes a stance looking at his uh his love letter in the wind his, his mane just blowing majestically he's gonna die horribly no, he's going to level up. It's going why to be he, fine. Why would he die horribly? Uh, anyway, you guys are all stood in your teleportation circle, and Vilfor starts to um, speak out loud the words to start casting a teleportation spell. Um, as you remember, his voice, his actual natural voice, is that of a deep French frog. Uh, he starts speaking in ancient uh, arcane words, and... Uh, I think Fluffles, your passive perception is the highest, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you notice the letter in the lion's hand just briefly flutter out of his hands as the spell starts to take effect and light starts pouring from the ground. He reaches out and moves in the teleportation circle as the light expands, cutting off your vision. You all arrive in a dark room. The light purple hue of the teleportation circle slowly dying out, and the room starts to alight with torchlight. 
as you enter. It is a room made out of wood, and it was submerged in darkness before your light of the teleportation circle, and then the torchlight started to uh, illuminate. You all noticed half a lion in on the floor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, who well, had vivisection? As soon as we heard teleportation circle, someone should have bet on splice. Mm. Oh, he didn't get to do his one-man combat thing. Oh, oh I guess we shit. have to draw again. Who wants uh, to draw? I'll draw. Now, <laughs> Gary. I'm in the corner. I'm in the corner throwing up uh, rainbows because I I get travel sick no matter the form of travel. <laughs> <He's>, ah! <laughs> I'll draw. Wait, are you seriously drawing as well? Yeah. Okay, Gary holds up the, the little wooden deck box for you guys. So, Elijah, seeing as you went first. One at a time. Have... I will allow one person at a time. Key. Key. Let me that's, just see what that does. That sounds fine, but... Oh. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, as you, uh, as you take a card from this mundane pack of cards... You turn it over in your hand and it becomes this like beautiful ancient card picturing a key upon it. And then as you like register it, you read the word key, it just disintegrates in your hand. Uh, <laughs> I just check my pockets like, do I have a key? And I, ooh. I sort of turned over and like, it, it was a key. Maybe it will um, unlock something in my mind. Or maybe I have one treasure. Or, um, or maybe it is like a key, like in a uh, dock. Oh, could be anything. <laughs> I'm just glad I was not spliced. You could have exploded. You could have been the one that exploded. No, that does not sound like a thing that I would do. Uh, <laughs> uh, that has only given us good things so far. I yes, see yes, no it, reason mm, to no, believe sorry, yes. that someone anything took, bad could possibly happen. Someone took all the bad cards out. That is nice. That The Count is a good person. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you allowing Devrin to take one as well? Yes, because nothing appeared to happen at this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll draw. Yet. We always know it'll go wrong for me. Mm-hmm. Somehow Devrin just like falls death, off a ledge. I? Oh, I got the idiot! Shoot! Um, you see this beautiful, again, a mundane card, but as you draw it, it turns into this beautiful image of an idiot with the words idiot written across it. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, your intelligence is permanently reduced by a maximum roll. A five. Oh. So what was your intelligence? Oh, it's 12, so it goes down. Oh. <laughs> it's a seven. It's a seven. Uh-oh. Um, you can also uh, draw an additional card beyond your declared draws if you wish. I mean, that's a very so you don't stupid need, thing you to don't do. So you don't need Gary's permission or Fluffle's permission. Fluffle's. I mean, as, as my intelligence has gone down, I think I will. Just oh. one. Just one. How many can I draw? I'll just draw the whole deck. No, I'll draw one. I'll draw another one. As Gary starts to put them away, as Gary starts to put them away, you snatch another one. Oh, anarchy! 
I haven't even looked, so. Ooh! Ooh! Ooh gem. Okay. Very nice. He's only good ones. Um. You guys can hear. As from Devrin's... My mouth. As I'm throwing <laughs> up. Ah, uh. uh, the rainbows have turned into into gifts. What? You get um. Oh, roll me uh, roll me just like a d20 and tell me whether it's highs or lows. Above, t- above ten high, below ten low. Above high. Uh, with high, you get uh, twenty-five pieces of jewelry. Ooh. Um, that start to spew out your mouth, necklaces, rings, and all sorts, uh, each worth 2,000 gold pieces. Nice. 50,000. Uh, can you roll me an intelligence check? <laughs> but me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm now at minus two. So that was, that was, oh, that's a 15. Even even with your like reduced intelligence, you realise that this is the card's effect taking taking precedence. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't think I'm going to draw any more cards. That I is... think I think it's affecting us. Why did you snatch your second card? Are you feeling okay? Uh, it was just impulse. Uh, I oh I got a headache. That is because you had a mouthful of jewels. That probably was so many. Why, why, are you, why are you eating so much jewelry? Do you have pica? Do we need to talk to doctors? I don't know what pica is. It is when you eat weird things like grass or soil or wood or jewelry. Is there more inside your body? Let's find out. <laughs> what? <laughs> open, open mouth. Ah, uh, no, I cannot see more jewelry. You have to get right in there. No, just see more. <laughs> While the examination is taking place, I would like to pick up a tiara from the jewelry and just pop up and place it on the dwarf's head. Beautiful. Blimey. <laughs> a bit of rainbow sick. <laughs> um, Gary, like, slowly puts the, the box away into into a pocket. And, and looks at you, Fluffles, for like just like an indication of what to do next. As he like kind of hikes his backpack on a bit more, you can Thank start you to feel the heat seeping into the room. By the way, and seeping into your paws. Like Senna, you're wearing a coat with like something covering your neck, and you can start to feel like things are getting hotter as well. It's nice though. Very <laughs> just... nice and warm. Mm. Going to. Thank Gary for his service, and then hop up to lay across his shoulders. Uh, you uh, jump on it, uh, and he like catches you. His legs like used to this, just sort of like slightly shake, but then he straightens out again. His powerful thighs carrying both you and all the baggage that you claim. Oh, he's gonna be so warm. <laughs> he's already sweating. <laughs> it's it's definitely wearing like a rucksack. I am muted. I normally travel around with literally what's on my back, so no, but I am already dressed for hot weather. I'm trying to put like the jewelry in your pocket. <laughs> Cause I'm like, you do not want to lose this. 
This is probably going to help you be able to find a doctor who's going to help cure your need to eat jewelry. I have pockets, but you notice that my accent changes a little bit as if common is not my first language. Dwarvish is my first language, so I can't speak common properly now. Oh, <laughs> perhaps you'll get fun accent too. Yes, what do you mean fun? It's normal. We, we're fun. We're normal. <laughs> we hang out in water deep. We go shots, 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 shots. It's good time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We've established that uh, we're like late teens and just to hang out with students. Also, ah. because we're very rich, we're like, yeah, drinks for everyone. Yeah. I mean, Very technically, positive. I've just been paid my 50000 so I could just go now. Technically, yes. Yeah. Well, you've signed a contract, so no. <laughs> That's a good point. But you're I stupid enough to think to it. maybe you could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, you think you can outrun the constant and the count. That's, uh, that's bold. That's very, the very bold. The funny thing is, is that I've now forgotten everything that I know about this place. Hey! I'm going to be <laughs> no help at all. Great. Well, it's going to be certainly harder for you when you roll for it. Uh-oh. Okay, so, you vomit jewellery, I... I don't know, get a house somewhere. We'll find out what card does. Shall we, um... You don't know where we're going now, do you? Roll a history check. <laughs> oh, 15. I have a plus one to history, even though I have minus two intelligence. You're rolling well as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, yeah, we, we we'll probably need to head to like the, 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 the financial district. We go money place that oh, way. Good. We I... go up to money. Um, like the name Parished? Like that's the district name? Parished? Parish? I say parish. Parish? Did like like church? Place? Money church? No. Ching, 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 ching. Start oh, money, money church. Yes. Money, money, yes. Money, money place. Money church. Money. Money church. Um, <laughs> also, I assume the letter didn't come through the portal with us. Can I make it? <laughs> well. Half the lion is just on the floor. Like. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like, <laughs> do we do we have to tell someone about this? And also, do we get his percentage if we bring back box? Like to loot the corpse? Yeah. <laughs> so like, just having assumed that's what Fluffles is about to yeah. do, but mm. it's like, <laughs> great. Um, I, I presumably you get uh, Gary to like squat down nearer to the corpse <laughs> as you like rifle your hands through it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to die to get up. No, he, he power spots down uh, with you on his shoulders, um, buns of steel, as um, you rifle through. Um, make an investigation check, please. Cool. Okay, that is... Investigation. Ooh, uh, that is... 18. 18, very good, very good. Uh, you find... Uh, seven gold pieces in a pouch that's been split in half. Um, half a symbol of Shantaya. Um, half a bag of uh, rations. So there's five rations. Um, 
and uh, like half a half a prayer kit. Wow, oh. this line was really boring. <laughs> it seemed pretty boring. Western peace, Western peace. But you know, it's half. There's twenty foot five, uh, twenty five foot of hemp and rope. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's basically like half of everything in an adventuring pack. He was really serious about all he needed was the love of Shantaea. <laughs> well, didn't get him very far, did it? <laughs> well, At least he's with her now. <laughs> I have just pulled up a Dwarven translator. We are going to uh, Glyn, Glyn district. Glyn, where Glyn is. And I pull out some gold. Glyn, Glyn. Oh, pick up the stuff like something. Glyn, yes, yes. Glyn. Glyn. Um... Probably something <laughs> I can do to help this. <laughs> so turn back to the other three. And like, <laughs> Gary's in the huddle we're like... I think we are in real trouble now. I don't. I know. I don't. You don't want me to be the negative Nancy here, but holy shit! <laughs> it's going to. It's going to slow us down. If anything, it won't be too bad. Are you suggesting we kill him? I, I <laughs> can still jam. I can still jam. Oh, we can all jam. Doesn't love jam. We love jam. We love jam. Sticky mm. goodness. Don't kill him. <laughs> uh, Fluffles kind of plaques their psionic claws come out and they kind of do that and a little pulsating light comes into everyone's head. You kind of blink and you're blinded for a second. Ah. Now we can speak in all of our heads with no language <sighs> barriers. Oh, thank God. Oh, hello there. Oh. Sorry, it's... Uh, it, common is not my... It's not my um it's not my first language, so I seem to speak dwarven more now. Oh, I so I'm sorry. Is it hard to take your power over languages? I've forgotten how to speak common. Oh. Oh, he took some brain cells. <laughs> I mean the... technically our first language is draconic, because that's what we grew up learning, so um <laughs> <laughs> Turn to Fluffers, what languages do you know? <laughs> we'll find out when the time is white. Oh, Fluffers. Mm-hmm. I love your mystery. It's good. Anyway, so, we have, we have... Our tour guide has forgotten most of the information that he knows. Our big, strong lion man has been vivisected. <laughs> uh, you know, I... I, I don't, as I said, I think I've unlocked something. I don't know, you know, but um, we probably should get out of this dark, spooky room before, you know, anyone else gets the urge to draw things or anyone. We're probably in someone's cupboard. They're like, hey, why are those people not coming out of the cupboard? So it's pretty big cupboard, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, you look around the room and it is, it's like a, a decent, like, 40 by 40 foot room, all made of wood. Uh, on the other, on one side is a large door with a um, a handle over it. Come on, let's just go open the door. Fine, fine. Just, just quickly, I just go over to Proudheart. I'm like, um, I hope your soul is with your god, and that the lady that you love is happy and moves on quickly. 
Praise be. <laughs> right, let's go. Blood just continues to pour from half their heads <laughs> all over the floor. It's the, it's the money district that we need to go to. The Paris Paris district. Oh, the Paris, yes. Um, so not a, not 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 a church, but well, that's where all the in... money is. Did anyone think to ask for a map? Points Devrim. He he was our map. Canonically, Devrim is terrible at being a guide anyway, so. This tracks. Could have asked for a bloody map. We could, we can we could go ask. Maybe there's a there's someone who would sell us a map, or yeah. or perhaps we ask a friendly local. Yeah, we'll buy them a drink or something. It's fine. Yeah, Come on, it's good. Um. Oh, is, is uh, are we allowed to drink in the city? What what uh, what's like uh, social rules do we have to follow? Well, history uh, check. Shit. <laughs> Oh no, that's a five. Yeah, everything's pretty like safe here. Like from what you remember, like everything was just like fine. You you know, you've lived you've lived here for like over a year. Like never, You drank? Never had any problems drinking various drinking. different places. This place is safe. Like you know that for a hundred percent. This place is probably one of the safest places you've ever lived because, you know, you weren't near your family. <laughs> you know. It's safe. No curses. No yeah. no family. It, it's good. There's no. I don't remember there being much in the way of crime or anything. It's completely fine. I will roll insight on that. Uh, it's a 10. Hey, excellent. It's nice to go to a place that isn't too dangerous for once. Hey! Um, let's. I rolled really poorly on an insight roll. I rolled a. I rolled a four. So. I mean, at the end of the day, Devrin's not lying. No. no. You just don't know that he's stupid, I guess. We've twigged that he's not as smart as the Devrin we normally know, but we haven't twigged how much worse. Yeah, how far that's gone. How to far be fair, we know that he's forgotten common and he's thrown up a bunch of jewelry, and we're just like, it happens. Shit happens, yeah. yeah. So, you guys open the door. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You rack the this wooden shaft open and you push this large door ajar. And as you do so, the heat of the day hits you and all the lights go out behind you. Ugh. And you can see the bright sun and you can feel just the slight breeze of maybe the sea and the smell of the sea. But it's overcome with the smell of burning and smog. And you can feel the thickness of the air. And it's not just the heat. There is a genuine taste, almost acrid to the taste. As you walk out, you are in a large dockside with large wooden crates. And you have exited one of these wooden crates. From the dockside, you can see a path leading towards sound and city whereas the rest of this area is just crammed full of crates. You can't see much of it, but you can smell the sea and you can hear seagulls and see them flying overhead. Do you head towards the dockside? Yes. You walk through the shadows and through the sun beaming across them as uh, 
different crates are layered upon each other at sort of precarious heights that might make you feel like they might fall on you but are still staying still. At the end of the dock, you can start to see a large open city and in front of you, a market space, which is huge, that builds up into the city, leading to the very top, a castle or a temple or some sort of palace, grand and beautiful at the very top. But leading towards you is this large sprawling market and covering all of this is a thick haze of smog and dotted around where you can see most of the city are billowing smoke tunnels bursting out all this thick smog you can see loads and loads of people within this market all all shouting haggling talking to each other and the the market itself seems to go into the streets further in and as you start to walk towards it you can hear a gravelly earthy voice say excuse me where do you think you're going and that is where we'll take a little break a new friend wonderful uh thank you very much for watching guys we're going to take a little break now about about five ten minutes and then we'll be back to see who is this mysterious stranger speaking to our friends upon this strange continent of zakara and the city of hayu well we're about to find out see you in five ten well welcome back to the constant troubles part two episode one that's right i said all the right things though i don't know why i doubted myself Anyway, mm. you guys just made it to uh, the city of Hayol in Zakara. Um, and you've heard a mysterious gravelly voice say to you, what are you doing here? As you just entered the, uh, oh, exited, should I say, um, a shipping district on the docks. You guys turn, and at a table, sat in the shade, is a large, um, masculine-looking... Um, presenting Earth Dynasty with uh, dreaded hair and skin like rock. And they look at you and they say, Can I help? Can we make a roll to work out who has been talked to here? Inside, uh, on their out, uh, on their clothes, they're wearing um, a fashion that you wouldn't recognize. Um, you as people would recognize them, but you as players or characters wouldn't recognize them. Sorry, uh, essentially, he's wearing like a three piece suit oh. with it's all made out of gray with a white shirt and it's all pinstriped as well. But mm. it's a very unusual look, and in this heat, um, it would be what you imagine quite uncomfortable because it's a three piece suit. Um, You're talking to us? Well, I don't see anyone else around here, so I must be talking to you. Come over here. Do I know this person? <laughs> Make a history check. That's a natural... Oh, that's a natural one for a two. <laughs> Eber Creeble. You have no idea who this person is or what affiliations they have you recognize nothing about this person this person 
just seems to hold authority apparently around here. <laughs> I'm just gonna say to him, the four suit. Sorry, it is they them. They them. Sorry. Uh, just gonna say to them, the four suit. Nice. They respond back in Dwarvish. Come over here. So I'm saying your name. I'll say in Dwarvish. Nice suit. And they just they just say, "Come over here, so I can say your name." Bop up. Did we? Also, get, we got bop up up. Bop up up. I turn to the other two. Bop up bop. Bop up. Beth. 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 No. They no. go into they go into a, no. oh, like yeah, yeah, one yeah, of their yeah. inner pockets and they pull out a golden a golden circular disc that they open up and as they do they seem to like read the inside of it click it shut put it back and look at you and say are you guys coming from Catalan yes so presumably and they look at a piece of paper in front of them and pull out a little ink quill you are Devrin Senna Fluffles and Elijah there would also be a fourth, uh, fifth name. Uh, they, um, Vivisect. There was an accident. So, yes, we the, are. Yeah. The Lion. The Lion. Yeah. Yes, Proudheart got um, chopped in half. It's really gross. <laughs> Didn't stay inside the circle, did they? No. Mm-mm. They scratch a name out on a piece of paper. They have. That's fine. Um, they. They move their arm across their chair, and as you, they do so, you notice a what you would recognise as a knife holster with a curved handle poking out of it. Um, but it looks like the knife looks bulkier than any knife you've ever seen. Just from the hilt of it. Well, luck hasn't arrived yet, and luck was meant to be taking you, but they did... They did say that they might uh, be running late and that uh, you should probably go and enjoy yourself in a souk. They'll, uh, they'll find you around there if you want to partake in the market and enjoy that. Oh, you'll need this. And from a little bag in a drawer that he pulls out, he hands you little iron, well, little steel, should I say, um, infinity symbols. They're about the size of two gold pieces put together, but they're just mm. little infinite symbols made of steel. Right. And um, what exactly do we do with these? You keep them safe. Okay. This is to let anybody know that if they fuck with you, they've got problems. Oh. Oh. Right. Very exciting. I like these. Is it is it is there is there a pin to it or is it just the two metal? It's just it's literally just an infinity symbol made of steel. There's no pin. It's just like essentially a token. Okay, so just if someone tries to cause trouble, we flash in the symbol. Yep, makes makes sense. Right. Well, you're welcome to stay around here, but it'll be a bit boring. We've not really got any more visitors. Scheduled. I mean, do, do we want to go have shopping episode or? 
I've just found ourselves being very, very rich. We are very, very rich. <laughs> mm. Maybe um, there's something we can do for the missing brain cells of our of our friend that yes, we can do with um, said money. Uh, uh, associate here seems to have taken a strong blow to the head. Is there anything? Is there like a head doctor or? I think he's cursed. I'm not so sure. The uh, the person in front of you has gone back to their work, and then they look up at you as you continue to talk to them. And you notice their eyes are gem-like, uh, just sort of like a topaz gem, gem kind of flash to them as they cock an eyebrow up to you. They say, "Look, I don't, I don't really do the whole oh. healing." Looking after no. people thing. No, no. My just... job is to sit here and make sure that people are who are they say they are. And thankfully, you match the description and I've come at the exact time I expected you. That's fair. We were just wondering if you knew someone, but uh Okay, uh um thank you, you very know, much. Do you know where we can acquire a map? They point to the massive market. <laughs> Sort of sprawling out behind them. <laughs> having got having got a feeling of generally just sling your hook, you're like, okay, thank you. Have a have a nice day. Um, you did a good job, by the way. We appreciate it. As they're going back to their work, they look up at you and go, "Thank you." Well Very done. sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> a little mild squint at being rude to my sister, but then I'm like. Okay, right. So, um, I guess we've got a bit of time. A complete stranger is going to find us. Um, mm -hmm. We are now protected by what I assume is the local mob. Um, do we want to go get lunch? Devlin, what is good to eat around here? Do you remember? Food. Oh, history check. Food, good. Yes, food, good. Ooh, six, uh, 18. <laughs> Oh, when it comes to food, I know everything. Yeah, I was going to say, your, your palate immediately springs into action as you remember an exact spot where your favourite um, your favorite cook has an open stand every day uh, selling uh, burgers with lamb kofta or even falafel and chicken all spiced with um, potatoes that are deep fried and, uh, and glazed in a uh, mango coulee. You're making the players hungry now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in, in our heads, I'll go, come with me, I'll take you to the best place in this whole city. Damn. Great. We'll, uh, we'll grab a map on the way. <laughs> nice. You head into the souk, and it is buzzing with life and commerce, and there are people talking and shouting over each other. You can see where's... Um, scattered around this place if you want silks if you want clothes if you want food there is multiple options but uh, almost leading himself by his nose uh devrin heads deep into the souk and finds a um a orange hut that is named um ooh, uh behold behold uh behold a burger <laughs> mm. sounds like a chain isn't a chain <laughs> Just a very clever man yeah. with a very clever plan of making the world's best burgers. I would say, can we have this guy in our party? But a terrible fate should befall him. But... 
imagining uh, a beholder in the back room making the burgers now. This is one bit. Hello! <laughs> the chef is a beholder. They use their telekinesis to flip everything. Amazing. Fuck it. Why not? You get there. <laughs> you get there. And there's this uh, there's this yellow uh, yellow beholder with um, with orange stripes uh, using their eye stalks. Um, a a, a moustache drawn onto their face. Um, <laughs> Chef's up. <laughs> a chef's hat bobbing upon one of their eye stalks. In fact, every eye stalk has a little chef's hat. <laughs> it's not one big chef's hat, it's many little <laughs> chef's hats. And um, they are serving multiple people at multiple times. You can see children, you can see families, um, you can see just general people. There's somebody stood at the line and uh, the beholder says, <laughs> the beholder says, uh, <laughs> Do you know what you want, friend? And uh, the person says, "Oh, I've been here many times. Don't you worry. I'm just, I'm just, I just can't, can't decide. So, spot for choice." He screams. And the the the, the, uh, the says, "Ha ha ha! Do not worry. You there, Devrin? It's good to see you. Come over, get some food." Usual. Usual. Please. Um. After. Uh, the beholder's eyes sort of glaze to uh, you guys, and they say, "Ah, oh, friends, what would you, what would you like to have?" Oh, um, let's uh, let's go for the falafel burger. Excellent. What is your favourite thing on the menu? Ah, uh, they uh, they have at the at the front of the counter. There is like an example of all the different things on the menu, just sort of like ready to sort of look at and and observe. And, say you know basically oh i'd like this one if you can't if you can't sort of decide what you want on the on the words text you can just sort of look at what's in front of you and say i just want that one looks nice and he um this beholder points with three of its eye stalks um sort of like two of them two of them like one of them like pointing and then two of them generally sort of like almost like enticing you i mean like oh this one um and they point to the uh double lamb kofta burger and uh, suggests getting fries with it as well. Oh, excellent. Two of those for me and my human of holding. G- Gary just behind you nuts, appreciably. Gary's earned it. <laughs> Good boy, Gary. <laughs> Yourself, Senna. <laughs> How do you know that? Because <laughs> you said it earlier when you walked over. <laughs> I'm a beholder. I know the beholder starts to like, go for the exit. <laughs> I'm not the BBG. <laughs> Uh, what is the spiciest thing that you have? Oh, we can do spicy. And then the beholder's like, I start like leans into it. It's like, now, you you want spicy, spicy? Or you just want like a little spicy? Oh, spicy, spicy. The beholder, beholder's like little eye, like like sort of raises its little eyebrows <laughs> at you. And then like, <laughs> comes back. It says, uh, pick any and you can have any that is spicy, spicy. Uh, that one! His big sharp teeth grinning at you. Um... um you do feel, as he looks at you, your magic just completely fades away. Because he's a beholder. Yeah, no. Not casting, it's alright. He <laughs> sees you for who you are, but, you know. I'm just going to step back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting nervous, so you're like... <sighs> as you step back, um, you bump into a old woman. Well, so, sorry, terribly sorry. She holds out her hand and says, 
please let me tell your fortune. Oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, oh no, a scam. She she like holds holds her hand out. Please, please. Put my hand out. Uh, she like strokes your hand gently, following the lines across it, and <laughs> as as she like. As she kind of makes that physical contact with you, you do feel kind of weirdly comforted. That like that kind of like physical contact, very gently, can sometimes be very soothing and very nice. And um, you start to feel yourself like relax a little bit. Like you kind of, even though you're in this large suit with a lots going on, you were made to feel very safe with this uh, woman. And her eyes roll back in her head, and she starts muttering uh, words that don't even seem to be in any particular language. And she. Um, she says, um, a dwarf will find the forge of his ancestors and will become one with his gods. A cat will find many cards through a mysterious connection and a half-orc might find betrayal closer to home than she thinks. And, and you, what's that behind your ear? And she pulls out a sword from behind your ear. Says, This is for you, and lays out this beautiful sword in front of you. This seems normal. <laughs> Thank you, Baba. <laughs> Truly, best friend. <laughs> she gives you a kiss on each side of your cheek and says, and whispers in your ear, Worry not, Elijah, and then walks away from you, disappearing into the crowd. <laughs> hey, guys, I just met my god. <laughs> And look, I've already got a sheaf of the sword. Uh, you can add a nine life stealer to your. Uh... No! I only have eight of those left. <laughs> what happened to your first one? We don't talk about that one. That was uh, when you were the fifth member. <laughs> is it a uh, knight? Which type of sword is it? Is it great, long, great? Uh, it would be a rapier. Beautiful. Oh, heckins. Oh, wow, okay. Wow. Uh, was there anything about a key on the hilt or anything, like, that would maybe connect it to a certain card? Oh, very funnily enough, the handle does look like that of a key. A key blade. Yeah, I was about to say, you've effectively been given a key blade. <laughs> I am Mickey Mouse! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is that is an overpowered weapon for a sorcerer, but beautiful. Yeah. It's a deck of many things, you know. Yeah. You've got to you've got to allow it, you know. Sometimes <laughs> I, I, so I said, I turned around like, fellows, I I was blessed because of uh, of choices. Some people they they eat jewelry, others I have new sword. It's good. Oh, pretty! It's very pretty. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be meta, but it eats people. <laughs> very, very nice. Thank you. Funny. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And other, pretty other, other things were said. Uh, uh, Baba says that you find Forge. Uh, says that you uh, you will um, you will find power in deck. And says that I will get kiss. Is good. Didn't didn't mention. <laughs> Didn't, didn't uh, Senna said uh, Senna what? said had good life. I'm oh, gonna, that's nice. I'm yeah. gonna roll deception. Just mm. am I gonna yeah, find I another like deck of cards? 
It says you'll get a cut. It's a 12. I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's going to have a good life. But uh, yes. Oh, a nine. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's lovely. That's so lovely. <laughs> I turn around and do the. <laughs> 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 Yikes. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, maybe, maybe you'll get more cards. Yes. One can only hope. They, these cards have get done mostly good so far, so I can only imagine that more can only be a positive. <laughs> we, all, we all nod sagely. Mm. You, you all nod and looked at everyone mm. who's just picked up a burger on. Oh. Happier now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys um, eat eat the day away and um, have have uh, a wonderful meal. Uh, Santa, can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. Ooh. Yeah, um, you're like you're like digging into this like uh, burger, mm. and you are like, oh, that's really nice. Oh, yeah, it's real good. And you guys are chit chit chatting, and you're like, you know, you have a little fry, and you, you take another bite of the burger, and you're like, you know, it's hot today. Oh. Like maybe it's like Zakara's sun is like hotter than the one in Faerun. Like mm. what? And then, like slowly but surely, by the end of your meal, you're like sweating, dripping buckets sort of like doubled over, mouths open, and uh, you can hear like slight mutterings from the beholder being like, people say hot, hot, but they don't mean it. I love it. Oh, no. Favorite, my favorite. She has numb tongue. It happens every time we go for curry, she's like, what is hottest? And next thing she knows, dicky tummy. It's so good. I like it. Papa pa- Dragon is not Fire Dragon. It's Metallic Dragon. You'll never learn. It's very nice, though. I like it. <laughs> so I handed, I hand like, the water skin. Like, oh, no, she's eating water skin. <laughs> oh, no, it happened again. <laughs> oh, excellent stuff, gang. So... What do you guys want to do whilst you're in the soup? Ooh. You're gonna split the party. You're gonna just sort of walk around. <laughs> uh, Look at the map. Let's draw yeah. more cards. <laughs> Look at the map. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, let's go see if we can find a map. Seller. Or... A map seller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, roll me a perception check or an investigation check, whichever you prefer. Ooh. Oh. I shall roll perception. What a nat 20. Beautiful. That is what we like to hear. I got an eight, so I think whether I'm in the background, just sort of like waving my hand at Senna's tongue. Like, um, I didn't roll, wait, wait, I didn't roll because I'm just <laughs> I, I, I rolled a I rolled a ten, but that means I got a nine. <laughs> minus one, one was... I will help you out. Too sweet. Shush, 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 shush. Okay, just as I told you, you're like, there you go. Big bells. Uh, so, what did we get? We got a natural 20. 25. 25. Nine. I'm burping. Uh, I didn't roll. <laughs> and, and an eight for. And an eight. Excellent. And eight uh, for burping babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I feel like you two are probably like crowded over uh, Senna, just sort of like looking after her. Just Elijah and Senna, just 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 sort of together, just just trying to make sure that you don't, I don't know, choke to death. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Fluffles and Devrin, you guys are sort of just sort of having a little look around, trying to see if you can spot anything. And Fluffles, probably because of your like height difference, being on top of Gary's shoulder. Um, you spot first and are able to point Devrin in the right direction that maybe a five, six stalls over seems to be a very prolific map maker, map maker with uh, beautiful ornate maps all for sale. But you also notice a little further on a, uh, a quiet stall. It seems that people just aren't going over to it. Um, there is um, a couple of maps on there, uh, a couple of statuettes of what you probably predatorily notice as pigeons made of gold, uh, rings, vials of things. Um, but it is very clearly to you, Fluffles, unusually quiet compared to the rest of the market. Something that gives you like almost like the heckles on your fur to raise a little bit because there is something off. I, I turn to Devrim and say, Devrim, you see where the map, map stall is? Yes, yes. Give me jewelry and then wait over there. I'm just going to go look at something very quickly. Uh, how, how much? Handful. Keep your tiara. Tiara. I like my tiara. Very pretty. Three uh, pieces of jewelry. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I will be back momentarily. Great. You scoff with Gary? Uh, yeah. I'll bring Gary. Cool. So Gary's... I guess Gary kind of carries you. <laughs> Ratatouille style. No, I think I leave Gary to kind of chase after me on this occasion. Oh, okay. So Gary's like. <laughs> It's pushing his way through with his backpacks through the, the souk. Um, I'll follow. Before, I'll follow behind as well. Are you going to the maps, though, or are you following Gary? Uh, following, I'm going to follow um, Fluffles. Great. Excellent. Um, so, Elijah and Senna, uh, you are left behind just whilst uh, Fluffles and Devrin head off to get a map. Uh, you managed to get some water and roll me another constitution saving throw. I think we're doing the drunk girl in the night out thing. <laughs> She's like, like head that down. Oh, that's a 15. 15. Uh, after a good 10 minutes and uh, the beholder who um, introduces themselves as um, <laughs> Moanjit, Moanjit um, offers you an extra portion of potato fries uh, with mango coolie, uh claiming that the potatoes will help cool it down for you. Oh, is it science? It's really, it's really your best cook. But honestly, your best cook. Thank you. I take it. I take it. I take it very, 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 very well that you think that, especially seeing as you are suffering right now. And they stroke you gently with their, one of their te uh, their tentacles. <laughs> The eye closes. It doesn't get <laughs> goop on you. <laughs> uh, uh. 
three of you, Garrett, sorry, the two of you and your item, uh, head over to this uh, mysterious stall. Um, and once you arrive, the uh, seller, who has just sort of had their head down, just gently playing with their fingernails, looks up at you. They wear purples and yellows, a turban wrapping up their hair uh, with a beautiful yellow sash that goes across their forehead, dangling from it pieces of jewellery, their ears adorned with jewellery, their eyebrow also pierced with jewellery. They smile at you, a little gold tooth uh, in their mouth, and golden rings flash out as they say hello. My name is Bashir. What can I interest you in today? And they sit cross-legged upon a very simple carpet with their wares rolled out in front of them, a tent just over them, set on little wooden sticks covering them from the sun. What are you selling? Oh, well, I am selling all sorts of things. We have maps, if you need, of the local areas. We have fine jewelry and riches. Uh, things that might help with sicknesses, but uh, just little figurines, if one would take your fancy. But of course, in my shop further in the city, well, there I can promise of many great things. Why are your maps better than the maps over there? Why should we buy from you? That is up to you, my friend. Hmm. What is it you are looking for? Well, a map of the city for one thing. Also potentially something to make uh, this guy's brain work a little faster. They look at you, Devrin. Hi. No offence. What is wrong with his brain? A random event recently occurred in the past half an hour or so in which they became a little bit more um, simple than they were before, just a bit, but to a point where they're having trouble speaking common now. Fluffles, whilst you're having this conversation, can you just remind me of your passive perception? It's 13. 13. And you had the highest, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, whilst having this conversation, you... Uh, just gently notice a little pigeon in the air just flying above you, circling. Are they common here? Oh, the sky rats, yes. You need to be careful, especially if you have had food recently, they will try to steal from your plate. Bashir smiles at you. His golden tooth sparkling just in the reflected light. Tiny. How close are these pigeons? Oh, they're a good, like, 60 foot in the air. Hmm. It's just oh. what you, you, you like, because of your animal senses, you're just slightly picking them up. Okay. Suspicious here. Nothing at all. I just don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> I'm just fixated on all the, all the bling he's got on. I tell you what, I have a decent man that I can sell for you for a gold piece. This will give you a lot of important locations throughout the whole city of Hale. Um, 
this is something I can do for you. It sounds reasonable, yes, Bluffles. But your friend, now, this is a different matter altogether. Your friend, well, we might have to go to my shop, but it is a little far away. It's in a little secret market, a market of promises. And he smiles at you again, that tooth reflecting the light from the sun. Well, I'm getting kind of kidnappy vibes from you, I'm not going to lie. So why don't you mark it on your map and maybe we come later? That's the thing about this market. It is not somewhere that you can just go. You have to find yourself lost or, well, know someone who knows how to get there. I turn to Devrim, I'm just like, oh yeah, this guy wants to kidnap us, we should take that map and go. But, but, um, but, but the, the market is a good place. It is, it is a hard place to get to. Uh, you remember You'll it? definitely be able to find anything your heart desires there. I've, I've never been there, but I have heard it. Many people try to seek it if this person can. Take Bashir, please. And he like, holds his hand out to shake your hand. Oh, I'll shake his hand. If Bashir can can help us get there, then it would be that this is handshake. It's going on very long time. Because you're, you're not letting go. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My fault. Uh, uh, yes, if, if we can get there, uh, that would be that would be very good, I think, for us. You have some time to kill. How long does it take to get there? Bashir, like, starts to stand and he says, oh, not very long. He just, like, gently brushes himself off. And as he's, like, brushing himself off, you hear a voice from behind you, Fluffles, say, G'day, Bashir. Uh, sorry, but unfortunately, these two will not be making it with you. Uh, as you turn to see the voice, a golden-haired tabaxi with orange patterns colouring them and a large cowboy hat, for lack of a better word, uh, with two holsters also carrying strange knives on either side and a um, waistcoat um, stands there with their eyes hidden. Bashir, I think it's time you uh, fuck off, you... <laughs> and Bashir smiles and says, well, that is my time to leave. And he clicks his hand, and as he does so, the blanket in front of you with all his wares slowly roll up and like fold neatly into a little square and he just gently picks it up and places it inside a satchel that he has. Says, Sorry to bother you, Luck. Enjoy your day, you two. Safe travels. And he walks out of the market, Souk, into the crowd and disappears. The well, tabaxi... That weird. That tabaxi, was weird from start to finish. <laughs> the taxi puts uh, a hand on both your shoulders and says, yeah, you don't want to fuck with that guy, he's a right dickhead. Uh, nice to meet you, my name's Luck. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I'm late, I was meant to meet you at the crate, but uh, I got a little held up, you see. Uh, but you don't want to trust Bashir. Eh, that man uh, that man kind of uh, bites off more than he can chew. <laughs> I guess that's a, a good way of putting it. I don't know, it's probably not the best way, probably not sensitive. Anyway, um, yeah. At market, not the place for you. You guys are protected by steel cutters. You got your, uh, you got your little tokens. You. Ah, excellent. Don't, don't eat Good it, to don't know eat you. It. 
yeah, it's good to know you're not changelings. Sometimes uh, there's changelings in the city, and sometimes they'll uh, they'll steal people and pretend to be others. But that's because they're working with other other gangs. Don't worry about it. But these uh, these tokens they're quite hard to come by, so uh, don't worry about it. It's good to see that you guys are all right. Anyway, let's boogie. Did I mention my name? <laughs> uh, luck. Yeah, luck. My name is Luck. <laughs> I've got that. Uh, yeah, she um, she walks you guys and says, do you, do, you, uh, do you know where the rest of your party is? There was meant to be four of you, I believe. There was meant to be five of you, actually. Yeah, we'll pull the wing from a particularly spicy Beholder burger. Uh-huh. Yeah, I heard that uh, one of them got chopped in half. Yeah, uh, part, part of him's over there and the other part is, I don't know. Crocky. That sounds awful, guys. Yeah, Brick said that uh, you're an interesting bunch. But that's Brick. Brick's, well, they're, uh, they're a little tetchy around the edges. But uh, most steel cutters are, really. You know, you kind of get into a bit of gang warfare, you see some things, and you're not really ready for it. I, myself, the bounty hunter, find myself quite easily entertained with all this. So uh, no problem really going on there. And they continue to chat your ear off unless you stop them. <laughs> Does, uh, do you live up to the name? I try to. I mean, I've stayed alive this far. Haven't died once. Still got all eight lives. And they wink at you. Would you like to test your luck? Uh, why? What are you offering, my friend? Would you like to pick a card? They look at the they look at the deck that you uh, that Gary holds up. <laughs> And they go, huh, tell you what, I'll deliver you to the constant, get my job done. And then, uh, then yeah, I'll have a little draw of your card. Okay, we will see. Uh, as you guys are sat with, um, just outside of the, the Beholder's Burgers, um, this ginger, this ginger tabaxi rocks up with Fluffles and Deverin. Uh, and says, uh, these are the two? Yes, them. The, uh, Excellent. twins. Ah, twins, right? Ah, you can tell by the way that, you know, you both have similar hair and you're both half orcs. Uh, which half's the orc, right? Bottom half <laughs> or top half? <laughs> <laughs> left side, yes. Uh, the left side. Ah, oh, very uh, clever. Uh, very funny. clever. Very uh, funny. Uh, Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Let's get into this, uh, Let's get into this meeting. The constant doesn't like waiting. Oh, uh, right. Okay. You are you are contact. Marvelous. Yeah, of course. Sorry, my name's Luck. Nice to meet you. Uh, and you Elijah. are Elijah. Elijah. Oh, my name is Senna. Pleasure to meet you. Senna, and I'm guessing you're Fluffles, and they point to uh, yourself, Evie. Maybe I am. And Devrin, it's good to see you again, Mike. And you. Roll a history check. <laughs> Nine. I subtly, you don't remember. You don't I, remember who this is. I subtly sort of like pointy ear a little bit. I cast guidance just enough to go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. So I had a D four. Uh, that makes it a ten. Yeah, you still don't know who this is. Ooh. Yeah, good to see you. 
It's lucky that they've told you their name. Like, you know their name's Locke because they've just repeated it, but you have no recollection of how you've met this tabaxi or what they do. They've told you that they're a, they're a gun for hire, but you're like, well, I don't know, I don't know. Some plenty of guns for hire. One thing that you will notice about Luck is that she doesn't wear grey. She's actually wearing her own colours, a colour of clothing. Um, Fluffles, with your passive perception, you have noticed that just around the suit, there is like the odd person wearing full pinstriped three-piece suits, uh, all carrying these similar, like, da- like curved daggers in holsters. Sometimes on the chest, sometimes by their waist. Um, some of them wear like flat caps. Some of them have like their jackets taken off because it's too hot and they're sweating too much and they just can't. They just can't do it. Okay, they just can't do it. <laughs> but um, she starts to lead you through the market and you see more examples of beautiful shop fronts that open up with like luscious carpets luscious spices some fruit and veg stalls all sorts of things but as you start to notice as you go through there are so much metal workers here like the forges here are amazing and you can see that the armories and the the jewelers and everything here is done to a incredibly high quality um Everything is at a high standard. It's, it is hard to fault the beauty that you come across here with the metallurgy that's going on in this city. But saying that, you are led further and further into a district that starts to get cleaner. The street has like kind of like towering senses of things on top of each other. And you notice that there are staircases up to different shops and you can see that there's ongoing things going on upstairs. Even sometimes like little domestic houses, people sat outside laughing, uh, eating food, drinking like teas and coffees. And the smells are all kind of covered with this, again, heavy, thick smoke. And the sky is kind of hard to make out completely, but you can see little black, blackened, pigeons that have kind of gotten dirtied by the amount of dirt and like soot in the air um it's probably setting off your senses fluffles uh, with your natural predatory instincts i would like to counsel some as we go <laughs> uh make me an attack roll sure Ooh, uh that is well i i do it with my uh my psychic things because i don't have actual claws anymore <laughs> Um, so that is a 23. Yeah, 23. You, you are you using like uh, lethal damage or non-lethal? Uh, non-lethal. I want to. I want to play with it a little. Excellent. Uh, you you manage to catch one just like in midair, and you catch it, and it just looks at you like. Tell me your secrets. <laughs> it like flaps in your hands. Inquesting. We will speak again. Gary holds out a bag, but you throw it up into the air, and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> we will. We will. We have not heard the last of that pigeon. It will go in the bag before long. You have made a powerful enemy. The hunt is on. Uh, the tabaxi the whole way has just been chatting the whole time, and it's talking specifically to Devrin, being like, "Yeah." So I was talking to. Uh, I was talking to. Uh, uh, Cal- Cal- uh, Kamal the other day and he was like saying that um, you know you'd been gone for like three weeks or something and I thought it was strange that I hadn't seen you for a while because obviously you know 
bumping into each other in this line of work, working for the constant as well. And I was, you know, I was telling him about that time with the uh, with the with the anorak, you know, where we watched somebody get like pulverized to death by an anorak. That was crazy, and, and he he couldn't believe it. He was like, you know, out of the two things that he thought might kill people, a giant and an anorak was not like one of the two i was saying to him you know if there's anybody you want on your side it's devrin when you're handling a giant all right but if you're handling an anorak you don't want you don't want uh jug because well he's dead because of the anorak killed him you remember that don't you i sort of look I at 16 on like, my history check anorak. <laughs> you have like a vague memory of going out um out on a job to to basically find some cattle um, they they were high, highly priced. Explained to you that anoraks are basically um, wild magical bulls. They're incredibly rare and powerful. But um, there was a herd of them that had apparently been stolen by a giant, and you had to deal with that. And you went with a group of people, uh, but one of them, uh, Jag, died. Uh, not to the giant which you were fighting, but um, to a cow that just took umbrage with him. All the other cows scattered. This one just decided it hated Jag and just proceeded to stomp the life out of him. I was nodding along. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, not good. Yes, yes. Anyway, where have you been, mate? You've been gone for like three weeks, man. Uh, do I trust... No, I don't know this person, so I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust him enough. Uh, just, 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 a, just away for a bit. Uh, some uh, uh, leave, annual, annual leave. So just, you know, not much really. What have you been up to? Oh, mate, I've been up to loads. Uh, I went to one of the other uh, cities of the heart, and uh, Medellini. That was the first time I've Medellini. You know. Uh, coming from Chalk myself, uh, not many genies around, so uh, it's kind of crazy to see it. I'll tell you what, though, the oceans around here and the oasis and just the general forests remind me a lot of home. It's been really nice just to be kind of around here, though I do want to check out the snow. Apparently, if you go further north, there's like a whole tundra hanging around. That's kind of farther out of the city into the heart, apparently, so not really too keen on that myself. Uh, but... I do kind of want to see the snow, so it's kind of like, you know, stay where you know or go to the snow. <laughs> stay where you know, go to the snow. That sounds, that sounds cool. Ah! See what you did there, you, you I, I, I'd like to meet a genie. Yeah, I think well, that'd be cool. Apparently there's a, there's a city up there that uh, is ruled by a genie, so I've got to, got to climb and see that. But uh, I hear they're not the nicest people, but we'll find out. You never know. I think we're being followed. And I look up into the sky at the sound of pigeons. <laughs> you can see two pigeons stop looking at each other going... <laughs> Have you done? You've turned... I've made an enemy for life. You've turned the flying rats against us. I've got a legion of them. They're just going to come after us. You'll be fine. Like in the infamous play of Jonathan Wick, where the people train the pigeons and they know everything. Get this man a gun. <laughs> That's what we did in our downtime. We went and watched the entire free trilogy, stayed up all night, and we're like, this is great. This is this is this is the best play. This is the best play I've ever seen. Oh. 
I've accidentally closed my encounter table for you guys. So oh. let me just get that back up. This you is interesting. That table. Interesting content. Interesting content. Getting the encounter table back up. Boom! Oh wait, world. Ah. Anyway. Ah. So you managed to make your way through the financial district, and things start to get cleaner and nicer, and you can see that there are people wearing finer clothes, and the um, the the sort of like hustle and bustle starts to die down a little bit and there seems to be um, a more of a presence of a city guard that you haven't seen in a while and they wear white robes with iron armor and they all have a symbol of the city of Hayol, um which is a, a golden cross with a, um, a, a, um, a hammer on it and that kind of hits it at a diagonal. Um, then, as you start to go in further, there seems to be a moment where one of the guards is going to like come over to you and chat with you, but look just holds up one of the infinity counters that she's holding, and the guard, who doesn't have any of these weird daggers, but carries like regular sword regular shield kind of armaments and little javelin on their back. Um, just sort of, as they're like holding onto their sword, just sort of like nods and goes back to talking to another guard. Um, and you walk through this district completely unhassled. There's a few little market stalls. It's about midday and there's a few people out for lunch and you can see them sat. And within these districts, and you can see there's mainly like, as you look inside, there's many offices and there's occasionally like rich, richer, finer clothed people talking to each other. Um, there's a few cafes with like shishas and things like that. People are smoking and eating food and they're being waited on. A lot quieter, a lot sort of more chill and relaxed than the hustle and bustle of the souk and the market district that you were in earlier. You are led to a large three-story building, uh, which is named the Steel Cutter Company. Um, you enter inside and you go up one floor into a waiting area um, inside of which there is nobody else apart from a receptionist who gets a little cheeky wink and a tilt of the hat from look and says, uh, I've got a delivery for the constant. And the receptionist, who is an Aracopra, looks up and says, uh, the constant is just in a meeting. They'll be done soon, hopefully. Um, please take a seat. Yep, take a seat. Thank you. The thanks. Uh, thanks. Thank you. The Tabaxi gunslinger. Well, you don't know that. Tabaxi uh, kicks their feet up onto a table in front of them, sitting next to you, Fluffles, and says, uh, "How about their card?" You're muted, friend. But uh, <laughs> I see by your hand movements, you're very excited for possibilities. Gowie, the cards. Gary is already like opening up the little wooden box with the cards inside. Oh, Gary, you are incorrigible. I turn wow. to Senna and I'm like, what do you think you will get? Oh, no. Ooh. Gary, no. Not totally Gary's fault. I am kind of watching over Luck's shoulder to see what it is as well. Um, 
impulsively, you see the full card, and impulsively, um, they draw again. Oh, 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 oh. They it's said oh, one. Oh. No, Wait, I... this happened before. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. That looks good, obviously. Everything Both cards fine. disintegrate into her hands. She sort of like leans back and she goes, huh, you know, they didn't feel very lucky. Maybe you should consider changing your name. No, I'll be all right. Who knows? That's, <laughs> that's the kind of attitude that will keep you going through life. Yes, positive attitude, luck. I mean, I definitely feel a little less, I don't know, like something bad happened, but uh, huh. it's kind of like ineffable. Uh, well, she uh, she looks up into the into the ceiling, just sort of almost like past the ceiling. Mm. She's like, well, my fate bless me on my uh, my time here. Uh, hopefully, you know, won't be too bad. Anyway, with that being said, I'm going to get off and uh, I'll see you guys later. Hopefully. You take it easy. Don't cause no trouble, all right, Devrin? <laughs> and gives you like a little thud on your shoulders. Uh, uh, no, uh, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> Luck. I'll try. The receptionist drops like a pencil and as quick as a flash, the uh, tabaxi pulls out um, the handle of this dagger that you see. But instead, it is this pointed miniature cannon would be the best way to describe it as she holds it out towards the pencil pot and then goes oh the ink the quill pot and goes oh no it's all right and like just loosens her grip on the gun and twizzles it back into a holster and goes sorry feeling a bit twitchy guys anyway take it easy good eye like with flame uh, totally gone to burn to death got to be burned to death right <laughs> Okay, so we've got, we've got one for burn to death. Do I hear? Do I hear anything else? Anyone else want to take any bets? Uh, um, misfire. I think the gun goes off. Ooh, and, yeah, a good one. Oh good well, one. make a make a intelligence check. See if you can figure out what it is. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Either a history 19. or a. Yeah, I think a history check would be the best one for this. Uh, twelve. 21. Ooh. Rolling well today. Knows the face of then... the gun. <laughs> Heart of the cards. Josh? I don't think I would roll intelligence. I mean, you would definitely roll a history check. I'd roll a history check. I'll do that. So. Seven. <laughs> Seven? Yeah, you, can't re- you can't remember exactly what it's called. You know you've seen one before. But you don't know what it's called, and you vaguely remember it's kind of like a crossbow, but louder. Uh, I I just know that I I just I know that they all have. That's all. Or, or um, fluffles. Back on the Sword Coast, um, you came across a uh, a, a, a long a long, tall tale kind of storyteller. And it was in a tavern uh, when Gary was getting you some milk uh, that you got chatting to the person in the booth next to you. 
and uh, they started to have some kind of interesting, um, some interesting stories that they were telling you. And one of the most interesting one was a about a man called uh, Black Jack Ketchum, and it was this long, long horror story. Essentially, it was a ghost story about a town far, far away, um, where essentially this person had turned up to play a game of cards, had won, and the noble of the area got annoyed and lynched them. And that night, the noble was um, attacked by the figure of this this Jack Ketchum. Um, just a single rider holding what the storyteller described as pistols or revolvers that could shoot pieces of metal faster than, or could explode pieces of metal with fire, well, hellfire and blood and fury faster than anything anyone could conceive of. And the description of the weapons and the description of the horror story uh, match this weapon that she was using. Or holding, anyway. Though you gather that the, the horror story had a lot more, like, details to it about, like, time stopping and, you know, people, like, you know, like, it, it was just, it was clearly, like, a tall tale, but that seems like the thing that was described. These are, what, these are great, powerful weapons of legend. I would hope they would not misfire, being as powerful and terrifying and fiery as they are, but I know the flames. It seems within their purview. And these common that uh, a great artifact would suddenly turn upon the user at the most inopportune time, especially if um, the um, F word has turned against them, then maybe... Fluffles, maybe you have damned that uh, that warrior to a or most maybe they're going to one of the hells. Ooh. Ooh. Definitely burned to death in the hells. True. And then, and then weapon misfire and takes off foot, and then Ooh. you cannot run away from, from creatures. Well, we're going to have to find a way to figure out how this actually goes down so we can collect on these pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, um, we can ask. <laughs> I'll just look at Devrim and I'm like, no, Devrim will not know who to talk to. As okay, you are... Uh... <laughs> Pat him on the shoulder. There, there, there. We will find you brain-fixing doctor, don't worry. Yes. That would be good. I, I mean, there was Bashir in the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> you just put ice pick up nose. You fix problems. As uh, as you guys uh, sort of sat having this conversation in this waiting room, um, the door opens and out steps uh, an incredibly beautiful woman wearing ornate versions of the guard's armor that you'd seen before. Um, She's holding a helmet in her left arm and her shield is slung over her back and her sword is held to her side. She, however, also has one of these revolvers tucked just behind the helmet, strapped to her neck with a, with a holster. Um, she comes forward and looks at you all, just gently scowls in your direction. The woman at the reception stands and... and well, the Arakopra at the reception stands and bows, and the woman walking out doesn't even 
acknowledge that and just leaves. Devrin, do you want to make a history roll? I was going to say, should I make a history check? I think I know who this is, but Devrin, Devrin doesn't know. It was a six. Yeah, you, you have no clue who that is. It's a city guard, wasn't it? Very fancy city guard person. I think gesture towards the aircocra. Um, we we knew. Um, who was that, and uh, why did you bow? Are they are they powerful? Is it your boss? Is that the that was that was Princess uh, Princess Hannah. A princess. Oh, fancy, fancy princess. Have mm. a sift the tiara. Just it's different. Who's also wearing it? You are also pretty, pretty princess. Don't don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Thank wow. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you hear from inside the um, the door that's just slightly ajar. It can send them in. <laughs> Get up. Let's just look at Buffles. Uh, you are uh, you are sweet little baby and tender Santa. Hey, you're fine. <laughs> Do the sibling come up? Hello. Bring them facing off against each other. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I'll let them do their thing. Senna, as you like, sort of stand to face off with your twin. Hmm. Your dragon focus just for a second just starts to like kind of warm in your chest, hmm. just for a second. You alright? It's got to be the burger coming back up. Ah, <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Spicy burps. I don't know. Again, click, cast guidance on you. Yeah, so you do not uh, embarrass yourself in front of Rich. <laughs> when do I embarrass myself? Sounds <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, actually, so that time... As you start to walk towards the door with Elijah, the dragon focus gets incredibly hot for, for a brief second. It doesn't change nothing, like, outwardly. But then it just settles as you get to the door. Ooh. You, you probably should not be eating spicy burgers now. You try um, well, lemon or, and lime. Or bread. A, <laughs> the necklace is glowy. Like pigeons. <laughs> well, sorry, that's that's my that's just like outside, hundred percent. Like <laughs> we look at the window with the pigeons like. Cool. There's like three pigeons at the window, like one's well, just like flipping a coin, right? Like, oh. Yeah, with its, with its little clawed foot. Uh, um, your necklace is glowing. Right? Yeah. To. It's what? hot. I don't know. To warn you of danger. To. I don't, is, I don't know. Do things go hot when it's, it's, it's scary or something? Or princesses? Maybe it doesn't like princesses. <gasps> Dragon steel princess, yes. Uh, back right. back home, there was a story of princess who was dragon and knight, all combined into one. It was great, great hero. Yeah, um, right. Yes, uh, uh, power over fire. Great, great yeah. powers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Evie got a visceral reaction. That I was gonna do the no. <laughs> he he knows the right story. Um, so maybe maybe. You're, you're not planning to steal princess, are you? Why would I steal a prince? I mean, she's very pretty, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not like, play now. Mm -hmm. 
I don't have the urge. <laughs> Do you have the urge? I have many urges. <laughs> Santa likes princess. Santa likes oh, princess. Oh, God. Such an idiot. You're going to get 50,000 gold and you're going to buy princess flowers, but she is too rich. She does not want your ah, flowers. Look, my flowers are really better than yours. <laughs> 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 As the constant sitting behind the desk, going, "Are oh, you done?" <laughs> I'm, gu- I'm guessing you're like uh, you're like kind of like walking as you're saying this. Devon, are you holding up at last? I would have been the first one to go in. As soon as, soon as they went, you, you can go in. I would have been like instantly followed orders and gone in because I know who the constant is. Still remember that, but uh, so this I know not to be tardy. Met them as well. Yeah, so I, I know this is a big deal. You walk into the room. Um, with Fluffles and Gary. Closely followed, well, later followed by uh, Senna and Elijah. At the far end of the room, the room is split into two. There's almost like this open welcome room with tables and sofa chairs that are arranged for like comfortable sitting. And then at the far end of this room, uh, on either side are bookcases laden with books as well. Uh, and on the furthest side, next to drawers and cupboards, like mad behind and a few windows that let in a beautiful light, um, is a desk and sat behind the desk is a masculine figure again with stark white hair, gaunt features, square shoulders, wearing the pinstriped suit, but not wearing the jacket, doesn't have a tie or anything like that, just a, a collarless shirt of white, dressed exactly as the other steel cutters, just without the jacket, without a tie or anything like that. The collar is done up with a little stud of steel, and they look up at you with grey eyes, and their skin is pale. Most people here have tan complexion, if not incredibly dark complexions because of the heat and the general sun. Whereas this person is pale and seems to be completely unaffected by the sun. It is midday though, and the sun is blazing down upon them. They just don't seem to have caught any sort of tan. You walk in and they allow Elijah and Senna to stop their conversation and they just finish off writing down whatever it is is in a big journal and they close the they close this big book this thick book put the quill back in the ink pot and stand and they say would you like to help yourself to any refreshments and they point to a drinks cabinet just in this sort of welcome area oh yes please can I make a roll? Because pale skin, white hair, I'm like, you changing? Well, yeah, wrong. Uh, what do you want me to insight or? I guess an insight or a nature check, depending on what you're trying to figure out. Uh, insight. Oh. <laughs> Eight. I'm just <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> Something. But... They don't. They don't look like you do when you're not in your when you're in your natural form. You have black eyes and have incredibly like pale, like the same color as your white hair skin. This is still like got pigment within his skin, but completely unaffected by the sun. Hmm. 
<laughs> like like they haven't essentially you get you get a tan through your like natural genetics and complexion but also you get a tan from sun damage hmm. the sun literally like burns you and colors your skin and this has not happened to this person again just a momentary like squint of like hmm, interesting yeah and then i'll go over and uh see see what's on offer for... there's um just hard liquor essentially oh gracious uh, set do you want a drink sister are you feeling up to it yes looks like want? the good stuff since we are on a mission shouldn't we remain sober for the time being in front of our new employer Sorry, 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 what? Sorry, put that down. It's all in um, decanters as well, like crystal decanters. So there's little glasses, crystal glasses as well. So you, there's no bottles. It's all decanted into crystal decanters with amber liquids just dotted around. Um, are you drinking straight out of the decanter or are you like, <laughs> have you poured it into a glass? I, I poured it into a glass and I've taken a little sip. I'll look back to the constant and I'll go, uh, would, would, you, would you like a drink? No, I'm fine. As your friend has said, we have business. Oh. <laughs> they take <laughs> a seat at a, at a single sofa. Turn to Senna. It was a test. And we are passing. <laughs> Lean in. I will buy you a drink later. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Covent, are there seats on the other side of the table or do we have to stand? There's seats all, all over this sort of area. He's just taken, well, they've just taken one, sorry. Um, like, fart back. Okay. Just so they can view you. And they do use they then. Cool. Sit down with my drink. My chair, trying to look as cute and disarming as possible in front of the new person. Gary stands next to you. Um, <laughs> the constant, when they walk over, you know, it isn't particularly tall uh, or particularly short. They're around about 5'10. Just a, just a different, decent average height. Um, they sit down and they just observe you for a second as you ready yourselves and you get sat down do you guys, there is like sofas that allow for two people, there are sofas that allow for just one person um, I'm guessing Fluffles are sat on their own sofa person sofa, sofa splayed out <laughs> just in the most, in the worst place for anyone else to sit down great, there's like a couple of sofas there's quite a few like sitting chairs so you can you can sit together Elijah or Senna or you can sit separately we sit together sit together mm. Devin I'll, I'll sit on any available seat that there is as long as it's not next to the constant <laughs> yeah so does anybody want to sit near the constant or are you going to allow them to just sort of view you it'll be relatively near okay let them view I'll him charm them. Yeah. as whatever do you want to roll a little, I don't know, performance check? See whether or not yeah. you get on the constant's good side? Can I convince <laughs> you for persuasion? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, oh, that was a nat 20 uh, for a 29. The constant um, looks at you and gives you a brief smile as you're sort of like purring on this large sofa by yourself myself i'm in <laughs> there's a mine north of here 
called the Murat Mine. If you follow the river named, oh, let me find its name, I've lost it. The Alhual River. Follow it up, you may take one of my boats. That is my main mine, with a lot of ore that comes into this city. And for some reason, there's been no communication. I'm not particularly pleased about that. I would send my own men to deal with it. But I actually think it's quite convenient this is happening. As later on today, I will be being honoured by the Sultana herself and be given a citizenship. Don't laugh at Sultana. <laughs> we wouldn't dare. <laughs> To hold it in, I'm sorry. Whatever your reason is for this, we, we won't judge. Mm. Very good, Tom. Very Thank good. You. Thank good. you. The constant does not, yeah, there's a boo, and the constant just, just like, no, no. Allow it. Allow it. <laughs> they say. Says in the room, and I'm like, oh no. We usually have our own boats that go up river to transport all of the iron ore. None have come back, and I sent a few scouts a few days ago. However, they also have not come back, which is strange. There's been no communication for over a week now. That brings me great displeasure. So, the Count has offered your services. The Count has been trying with this one, and points to Devrin very, very, like, harshly almost. <laughs> not with spite or intent, but just intensity this one for over a year however luckily for the Count Devon has proved himself very useful so I'm willing to let you four go to the mine seems that uh, I'll have to provide one of my own to help you there and I'll meet you at the docks to take you apparently there was an issue with the teleportation circle but the they were they were new. They didn't fully understand. We are consummate professionals, but uh, yes. Uh, so go to the mine, resolve the issue there, and return. That is that is the mission, correct? That is the mission. Though it is very important that the equipment is not damaged, and that you find evidence of what is behind this. I find it very very suspicious that my mind has just gone out of order. Tell us what the last communications were that you had from the mine? Standard procedure. Communication just stopped one day. Was wow. it mining something particularly special? Just iron. Just gems. Whatever gold or anything that is found in the mine is the benefit. These lands are very rich. They've made me a very, very wealthy person. Is there anyone that would seek to make you not a very wealthy person? The Constance smiles at you. There are many people here that would covet my wealth and influence, but not many who could handle it. Any that would try? 
That is why I suspect they might have left something behind, some evidence perhaps. If you can find anything that might tell me who they are. Another gang perhaps could very easily be the honey badgers. <laughs> oh no, not the honey badgers. <laughs> they <laughs> don't give a shit. I say, yeah, we both, I say <laughs> that to Senna at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Strange that you've heard of them this far. But if there is even Zentrim here, they will find punishment swift. Now, when the constant leans in close to all of you, why are you all working for this count? The count pays us well. You have to work somewhere, and on the whole, the four, well, the three of us have had good success. Why? <laughs> Just things like the, the count seems honourable. Count hasn't has, hasn't stabbed us in the back yet. It's, um... Do you even know what it is the count has asked me for? Why? The... And then they point at Devrin again. Why you have been here a year to earn my favour? I mean, kind of side-eyeing Devrin here, going, oh, no, we've lost really important stuff here. Uh, we were... It's not our job to ask. It's our job to deliver the goods. I mean, if you wish to tell us, it is beneficial to us, but... Uh, but not important. We know to well, keep our noses clean. We, we know that we are asked to do a job, and the job is what we will do. I wish to reiterate that the more information you can give us to help us do the job well and to the standards that you desire of us would be very helpful. The constant stance and walks over to their desk. They pull out a few scrolls and walk back over to you, Fluffles, and they hand you a map of the mine and a route of how to get there. And they say... You know, the Count said that you were all reliable. And I'll be honest, when you first walked in looking at Senna and Elijah, I thought maybe the Count was having me over. But Devrin, you have worked long and hard for me. And this is the first time you've met me. I hope I'm not disappointed. And yourself, Fluffles, are very smart and know what you're looking for. I think this might go well for you. Thank you. I am very smart. Massive poople. Well, you may take your leave. You'll find someone at the docks for you. If you find Brick, he'll tell you. They'll tell you where to go. Thank can you. I make, can I make a quick roll? <laughs> Part of me is like, is that a dragon person? Make a insight roll or a, I don't know. Um, make a history, you, it's your choice, a history, a nature, or an insight. I pat you on the back as I'm getting up. It's guidance again. Thank you. Uh, insight. Hang on, I've got a roll. With a d4. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. 15. 
Uh, with an insight of 15, the constant seems to be um, incredibly self-assured, mm. unworried, a level of arrogance mm. that might lead to confidence, has bragged about their wealth mm-hmm. and their power and their influence, and I suppose in some way or form, these are all characteristics of a drake. But who knows? Nothing that would indicate a colour or anything. No. There's there's no as far as you're aware, no mm. dragons of grey maybe a white dragon with the white hair. Yeah. But white dragons from from knowing your daddy dragon mm. don't like to take human form very often. No. Like despise it if anything mm-hmm. um, I don't know yeah you've not you've not seen a dragon like this mm-hmm. colour I guess of greys and greys and um, I, I give it a little bit of a knowing look but not nothing not <laughs> just a So, you exit the room. I I knock over an inkpot on the way out. In the office. Just casually. If it's just there on the edge. There's like, there's maybe like a a little bauble, like a little, like, figure or something just on the side that you can just knock over. Just make make sure no one's looking. In fact, roll me a D100. Ooh, okay. That's that's always a good sign. Uh, where is it? That is an eighty-three. With an eighty-three, you notice another small golden pigeon, recognisable from uh, Bashir's market. But that is the ornament that you go to knock over. Hmm. A lot of pigeons. Sorry, do you say that in the office? I think, uh, mm-hmm. Don't ask, you don't get an answer. Yeah. The the constant looks over and says, "Excuse me." Oh, just noticed that there are a lot of pigeons around, and there's a pigeon here. Do you like pigeons? Not particularly fond of them, but this was given to me by a salesman. I guess would be the best way to put them. Hold back here. Weird. Weird guy. Got kind of kidnappy vibes from him. Not kidnapping vibes, but definitely, uh, definitely dangerous. The uh, market of promise is an interesting place. I've been there before myself, but unfortunately, I did not find anything that I thought would be substantial. I've seen a lot of people lose a. Uh, hand or two there and he smiles at you but they always got what they wanted I'm sure they did well to the docks and as attention goes away from the figurine I would just flick it with my tail yeah yeah 
it thuds to the ground. It's, it's, a, it's made of gold. It's pretty dark, you know. It's pretty oh, no! <laughs> There's a gentle <laughs> laugh from inside the door as you exit. See? Both likes you. Did good, likes good. me. I am adorable. Thinks you're clever. Gary says, yes. <laughs> Gary Jesus God, Gary! Tell us before you speak! Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Elijah. I just... I just... No, very adorable. <laughs> no, no, Gary, we all, we all agree. Uh, she's the cutest, slappiest little thing that we ever did see. So, she is <laughs> capable and cute. Devrin supposedly has been working for a year to get in here, and us two, we didn't we didn't muck it up. It's there good. you go. Hey, remember, drink on your own time. True, true. Yeah. Walked out with the glass still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still holding it, and I'll just drink out of it. Nice. I can't um, help that I'm on island time. <laughs> you leave and you head out towards, back towards the sook, back towards the docks where you're going to meet Brick, your contact, who's going to hopefully meet you with a fifth adventuring member who's going to help you on the next episode of The Constant Troubles. We'll see you then. Next week, maybe. Perhaps. Who knows? We love the passage of time. Bleh. Ah. <laughs> Till next time, brave adventurers. Let's boogie.